Material Components, Episode 102, All or Nothing. Greetings and welcome to Material Components, the actual play RPG show all about intelligent items and the adventurers who love them. I'm your humble dungeon master, Mike Gargoni, and joining me, as always, are my stalwart adventurers. Hey, adventurers. Thanks for being here. Yay! It's been 84 years. (laughs) Wow, the crosstalk on that one was probably the worst it's ever been. It's not great. Uh, Moving right along. That was a gift to our listeners. Uh, have listeners. Hey, are you glad you're back? Oh. <laughs> I'm Olivia. Mm. Shut up. Uh, I'm Olivia. <laughs> <laughs> and I will be playing uh, Tirza Clothbear, Child of the Outer Storm. I am Elliot, and I am playing Cherish Ironstrike, the Tiefling Sorcerer. I am Michael, and I'm playing Sid Emberlight, Half-Elf Rogue. And I'm Reed, and I'll be playing Grawl, the Hobgoblin Warlock. Indeed. And of course, before we begin today's session, I would like to ask the same question I ask every time. And that is, do you remember what happened last time? Choices were made. (laughs) Well, a choice was made. Um, There were a couple choices. Multiple. Yeah, there was a couple (laughs) Lots of people made choices to do things. A lot of people did some things that we will certainly regret later on down the road. Uh, I'm not just uh, pointing my finger at Cherish. I, I, I think that all of us here... Uh, well, we got through it, I guess, is is the point uh, of this uh, <laughs> meandering speech I'm giving. Uh, and, yeah. Now, what exactly is the it that you got through? Three skein witch or one skein witch that made it look like there's three. It, it was unclear. Yeah. Wibbly wobbly, timey wimey. These things happen. Yeah. Exactly. There are many yeah. things in this campaign that are one thing and three things simultaneously. Oh, huh. it's a bit of a, a sub theme, if you will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it's going right over my head. Never, never caught on to it. <laughs> Is that because you can't count to three? But yes, of course, you number? were confronted by <laughs> a coven of skein witches after you had disrupted the containment system that the cult of Dahaka had apparently set up around a realm scar beneath the Bard's Guild in Old Haven, in the city mm-hmm. of Stormhaven. Mm-hmm. After opening the breach, the bleed effect that was usually a, a gradual and uh, insidious process came out all at once, uh, oh. spilling the realm of Mechanus out into the subterranean depths in which you found yourselves. Yeah, which yep. made it so that the deck of many things, our sort of uh, ace in the hole, uh, did not work. At the very uh, least, the mere presence of the deck did not uh, achieve the automatic end of destroying the skein, which is you never did try to draw a card from the deck. That's true. I, okay, so let's, so let's sort of dial in on that one for a second. Mm. Is what I did, is what I actually did, which 
for the edification of this section uh, was ask Asmodeus for help. Mm-hmm. Is yep. that mm-hmm. truly worse than draw a card from the deck of many things? A thing which I have tried to do so many times and people keep being mad at me for wanting to do that. It is potentially better and potentially worse. And well, one of the so cards literally does. Thank you. And Thank one you. of the cards literally does what happened to you anyways. So like, exactly. you know, it's... <laughs> exactly. So... So you might as well have drawn one. I mean, I suppose that's true. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That My point is that I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if I you're don't... right so much as you're just not wrong. <laughs> sure. Uh... Because, yes, yeah, we... uh, in your conflicts with the Skane Witches, uh, you all took a, a different tactic, as it were. In terms of confronting your adversary of old, you some of you dove through a realm scar into the realm of Mechanus. Some of you stood and fought, uh, albeit... I just uh, fucking died. (laughs) Well, yeah, that did happen. And some of you ran. And... As Cherish fled down the hallways, attempting to escape the bleed effect to allow for the deck of many things to function, she instead turned at the last moment, confronted by the approaching Skane Witches, and asked for help from unsavory quarters. (laughs) That, of course, being from the Duke of Hell himself, Asmodeus. I got a cool stick. You did. You got a real cool stick. The ruby rod in her hands. It seems as though Cherish was given authority with a capital A. And the skein witches simply got out of your way. Yep. And just, and fixed my friends and went back where they came from. (laughs) And then I closed the portal at the sacrifice of my other unsavory quarter, <laughs> I suppose. It's true. In the the forced binding of yourself and the the rod, uh, trying to use it all in one go to seal a realm scar with the greatest of ease, it seems as though it was done at the cost of your original forge-bound item, yeah. the talisman known as Maz which was revealed semi-recently to be the contained spirit of Tiamat, Queen of the Camaradic Dragons. Yeah. I just want to say, I still don't have a Forgebound item, and now Cherish has had two. (laughs) (laughs) Life isn't fair, kids. Hey, do you want this one? (laughs) No. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. Oh, wait, yeah. Maybe. (laughs) Only to eat. Maybe. I thought that is so bad. This gonna would break so bad. But Elliot, how narratively interesting. <laughs> so narratively interesting, which is my now, phrase. Is it worse than drawing a deck or a, a card from the deck of many things? We don't know until we try. Mm. I haven't made the chart yet. I, I, can, I, can, I can tell you right now. Maybe. Thanks. Maybe. So helpful. Yeah, great. <laughs> 
I should also mention, and this might be the most eventful oh, part yeah. of last session. Um, I'm glad everybody's on the same page here. We have a new friend mm-hmm. um, and uh, we love him and we don't want anything to happen to him. Uh, and uh, yeah. Yeah. We've only the- had this moat. We've only had this mojo on for two hours, but if anything happened to it, I would kill everyone in this valley and then myself. myself. <laughs> yeah, in the pell-mell escape from the, the realm scar and before it was sealed off by Cherish's efforts, uh, Sid dove through and grabbed I'm- a modron as collateral or as I'm not quite sure what the plan was there. I was going to, and this sounds heartless saying it out loud, but I was going to murder the Modron and use it for the ritual to close the portal. Ah, I see. Yes. Yeah. How could you? But now we're friends. Friend. But now you are it's, friends. Now we have a heartless. hostage. It's yeah. especially heartless now, now considering how much we adore him. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Well, but this is how most friendships start, I, I think. Good friends. <laughs> Kidnapping, yeah. <laughs> You have you have made a friend in this Modron whose name is just a string of numbers, mm. uh, who you have affectionately called Cubert. Uh, yeah. Despite the um, fact that he is, well, uh, I don't know why I was envisioning that he was a cube, but he's very clearly a sphere. So we'll, uh, we'll not even back. really a, a sphere, kind of just a disc. Oh, he's a disc. Yeah, he's like a platter, oh. like a, like a big coin with an eye in the middle. That's God, so weird. Him. And he's got little flappy brass wings coming out of the the back and some spindly limbs. I don't think I know what Modrons look like. Um, (laughs) You know, like a Modron. Yeah, Uh, yeah. Specifically, he is a duodrone. Yeah. A duodrone? Yeah. How do we feel about Saxophone Nightmare the Second? Ooh, (laughs) yes. I'm going to put that right behind Dave. Dave is my first. Oh, wait. Mm-hmm. Feet picks, though. Actually, he is not uh, a duo drone. I apologize. Um, he is one of the even smaller ones. He's a mono drone. Because oh. duo drone is cube ish. Yeah, oh. that's, that's kind of what I was envisioning. Oh, is he a mono drone because he's one dimensional? That might Just be like the case. all of my D&D characters. But I'm. Ch- <laughs> Jeez. Self slam. Um, blah, 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 blah. Uh, okay, gotcha. But yes, you managed yeah, to cool. escape the Bard's Guild with your new friend slash hostage, as <sighs> well as your other companions, Talila, Judah, and Camion in tow. Some of them worse for wear. Uh, a minor revelation seems to be that Talila's tutelage. Uh, in the ways of magic, has not been coming from her own uh, tortured mind, but in fact the the whispered voices of the Skane Witch echoing out from parts unknown. But... Which really, honestly, brings up some questions about like the Harrowman killings and you know uh, yeah. everything involved. That yeah, you know. There are quite yeah. a few questions where that is concerned that that were never asked. <laughs> Listen, we only had time to wait for Grawl to loot a couple of corpses. Oh, I meant when you were dealing with the Harrowman killings. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Oh. No, we just kind of got we we kind of got out of there as fast as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. But yeah. afterwards, we, yeah. you all split from there. Managed to dodge some marauding uh bard's guild slash cultist forces as they were very Jeez. clearly aware of what you were up to uh, oh yeah sure strange uh, we were so stealthy about it <laughs> you weren't actively jumped beneath the bard's guild so that's something but yeah. it seems as though your actions did not go unnoticed no that's okay and yeah shocker precisely <laughs> what the cult was doing with a sealed realm scar that led to Mechanus. Some theories were bandied about, but nothing has been confirmed. Nope. Yeah. And how it affects their plans, you don't know either. Yeah. We don't know if we've stopped their plans, slowed their plans, or just minorly inconvenienced them. Well, we sort of know we haven't stopped their plans. I mean... I know that we we haven't stopped their plans. Yes, because as the session wound down, we had some uh, info-dumpy conversations between both your new friend Qbert, uh-huh. the entity that apparently the, the malign intelligence within the Ruby Rod of Asmodeus, which uh, was simply called itself Ruby... And some familiar faces in the dreams of one Tears of Cloakbearer. Those being of the divine giant uh, Dorn and her very own forge-bound item, Sadagar. And uh, Olivia, what was, what was that information that uh, was divulged during that conversation? So I can write it down. We d- <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm about to, we're about to talk about it. That's probably. true. That's but, true. Uh, yeah, just um, just that we have all of the information we need already. I don't know. It's, it's Lucrezia. The weapon is Lucrezia. <laughs> Seems to be the indication that your forge-bound item is pointing you towards. Yeah. Because of course. Because of course. Lucrezia, for those who may not remember, because this goes deep, deep into the canon thus far, when the threadless heroes that we have collected here were originally tested by the Skane Witch, there was nine of their number. The four of you, your four companions, Judah and Talila and Camion and the gone but not forgotten uh, Valor. Valor. <laughs> wow. Just totally. He's almost forgotten. Him. No, yeah. <laughs> He's gone and almost forgotten. Who? I don't even I'll know. I'll do that to you. I will never forget Valor. Some guy. <laughs> the ninth, of course, was a woman by the name of Lucrezia who over the course of the trials, was driven into the arms of the cult of Dahaka, and as such... And as such, yes, possibly radicalized, and 
made into a a champion of theirs. Upon confronting her in Wickmore's Landing, it ended with her death at the hands of Tears the Cloakbearer. Death, perhaps though, is not so finite a thing among the cult of Dahaka, as their membership, or at least those who wear the brand, have been known to immolate after their apparent death, their corpses disappearing to parts unknown. That's cheating. <laughs> yes, indeed. Now, the heart of this mystery, of course, still remains to be solved, but at the very least, a lot of what you've discovered over the past few days here in Stormhaven about the cult, about Atticus Carter, about everything that's been leading to these moments seems to be that something is coming together to form a weapon that has been designed meticulously over the course of decades to kill the old mage. And in doing so, the cult hopes to kill her and put a stop to the ritual that she does every eight hours that keeps the valley safe from the outer storm. The outer storm, which may or may not be a primal elemental force which has been let us say bound to surrounding the valley for unknown purposes I'm sure it's fine keep us in or keep something else out that ties into the fact that the rest of the multiverse seems fairly unaware of the fact that there is a material plane so perhaps that all plays into some larger scheme that has been set forth by the old mage. These are all very good questions, and ones you still don't have the answers to. As of right now, though, it is still the second of bloom, albeit later in the evening. At around 7pm, just before sunset, those of you who found sleep are beginning to rise from said sleep. The vast majority of you have spent the time reading, researching, finding further clues towards the greater mysteries involved in all of this. Your allies and companions are nearby, and you are in a small burrow in the Underhaven below Green Terrace, just north of the center of the city, which is at the center of the Tempest Rest Valley. So, Threadless, it is 7pm on the 2nd of Bloom. What do you do? I... Uh, awakening from my discussion with Dorn and Sadagar, uh, Tirza immediately stands up, uh, walks over to where Cherish has been reading, uh, sits directly in front of her and says, I think you have something to tell me. Uh, Cherish, her eyes kind of quickly darting to her bag and then back to Tirza. We need to talk about it. I, I mean, Camion and I don't even know what happened. I'm... I don't even know what you guys are talking about. 
the fact that Cherish has a brand new magic item that is uh, allowed to or is able to close rifts and shattered her forge bound and is clearly an aspect of uh, and Tirza stops herself as she uh, almost says the name. The last time you all saw that scepter, it was floating as though suspended in the air in your tent, wreathed in fire. And it caused me psychic fire damage because it was so evil. Right. I'm Judah not going will to say, apologize. Well, when you say it all like that together. It does kind of, yeah, it does kind of add up, huh? I mean, I'm not asking you to apologize. I'm asking you to explain. You were dying. You and Camion were dying. And I didn't know what else to do. And Camion will say, I think what Tirza is asking is, what did you do? It's not that I don't appreciate being brought back from the brink again. Because, believe me, I do. I mean, I don't think anybody would argue that we were pretty short on options. I... There were no particulars spoken, but there's a bounty out on my soul. I have a pretty good idea. Judah will say, a, a good idea of what? I'm sorry, I was in a big of what I gave place. Up, of what I'm going to have to do. Which means that we need to work as quickly as possible once we're all up to the task. I don't know how long it's going to be amusing for me to have this thing. Camion has turned just a, a paper white of winter. So that's yours then, like properly yours, and in exchange for it, for its power, you. I'm going to have now. to leave. Probably. Unless I die first, I suppose. Camion's jaw is clenched. But then they will say, But you just said there was no bargain, no deal. You didn't promise anything. I'm kind of worried that leaving it open-ended with the person who it was is more problematic, Camion. This is Valor all over again. Thank you for telling us, though. I wondered if you might just try to avoid it. It's not exactly... It wasn't exactly a subtle event. Well, I'm not going to say thank you, because... I don't appreciate owing my life to something that's going to cost you yours, but I told you I would go through. We'll deal with it uh, when it happens. Yeah, we will. We will deal with it. 
but Cherish, you are absolutely correct. Uh, time is of the essence. I say since it's probably I take out the pocket watch, check the time. It's going to be getting dark reasonably soon. No, sunset is at around 740. So, yeah. I would say we head to the nearest warehouse, see what's going on, break some shit, fight some bad guys. I actually have some ideas about that as well. Okay. It depends on what we do, but I was um, reminded, and Tirza will kind of like absentmindedly clutch at her shoulder, that I can... I think I can pretty much get us where we need to go. Like, like right where we need to go. How? How? I mean, it's new, so I keep forgetting I can do it too, but I, I can basically just move us there because I think I know what the weapon is. Uh, or, I guess, who the weapon is. Huh. Even down here, it's drafty. <laughs> <laughs> All right, someone's drag racing outside. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh yeah, the streets uh, of Stormhaven are in chaos. I mean, there's, di- there's literal dinosaurs walking above us, you know. So. <laughs> I mean, we knew that Lucrezia wasn't dead, dead, and it only makes sense. I mean, I mean, I didn't figure it out myself, but once Sadagar said it, it. It made sense. And luckily I can get us right there, I think. (laughs) Just, I mean, yeah, I wasn't, I was thinking just, you know, take out the warehouses one by one, but if we can just go straight to the source. The problem, of course, will be that we'll have to be ready for a fight. Because I assume us just showing up in the middle of wherever is not mm. going to be. I could also take it, just take us directly to Atticus Carter, I think. Judah will look at you concerned and say, straight? What do you mean to him? I mean, when the four of us... Or, well, when the eight of us were tossed through the plains, how the four of us, and I will gesture to Grawl and Sid and Cherish and myself, got back is I took a shortcut through Valor to be where Valor was. And Hmm. I think I can do that with either of them. Interesting. Up up to this point, we've pretty much just been doing it to travel through planes, but I guess it would make sense that you'd be able to do it to travel to somewhere else on the same plane. True, and... Does it? 
I mean, it seems like a more simple process. I don't know. Neither do I. That's why I ask. The, the, the way that Tirza does it is through connections to the weave. Or not the weave, because we're not part of that. So, But other connecting threads. So it, it does make sense that it would be able to work just, you know, wherever that connection leads to. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm fine with just heading straight there. I mean, I I'm of the mind that Atticus Carter is probably wherever Lucrezia is, but I mean, we can only assume that their plans have shifted even further ahead now that they know we're trying to interfere. Also, when we blew up their big head. Yeah, that probably didn't help. We yeah. did do that. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, that certainly moves up our plans. Um, I'm all in favor of heading straight to either Atticus or Lucrezia and just I mean, f- finishing this off. See if I could just use it to sense where they are. I've never done that before, but I imagine I can. Uh, well, I've never done that before. There's the equivalent Actually. of a shrug from Sadagar. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know, but he's very excited to find out. Yeah. Sure. I mean, it's it's all based on on feeling and and uh, you know, like Cherish said, the sense of connection between two things. I might be able to use that without actually traveling along it, but I just don't know. <laughs> so the question, I guess, becomes: Where to first? Mm. Camion will say Lucrezia she's she's whatever it is they're going to use to kill the old mage I think so does that mean like at this point she's like super powered by whatever device we destroyed well she is at least changed in so much as they have fused her with whatever they took from the battlefront, whatever they took from down south and higher scale. I, I don't know really anything about biomancy. It, they could have literally crafted pieces onto her. It could be infused in her blood or in her body somehow. I, I don't know. I don't know if she'll even look the same anymore. Camion, who is hunkered down off to the side, kind of standing on the 
kind of heels of their feet curled up into a small ball, their arms sort of crossed over their knees, just staring down at the floor, their jaw still clenched, will suddenly glance up, flashing from the white of winter to green of spring, saying, Is that what those, what the cult was doing at all the realm scars? Collecting pieces? Maybe. Probably. It would make sense. I mean, didn't, isn't that what Atticus Carter's journal said? Or is that the map? No, taking samples from Amberfell, from Pyrescale, uh, from the Warfront, using it for this weapon, whatever that means. But Amberfell was, you know, a, like different from the Realm Scar, and I don't know what Pyre Scale has to do with that. Judah will look thoughtfully. Whatever it is, it can't be good. Yeah. And if they intend to turn it on the old mage, that's doubly not good. Are we ready for whatever I mean, this is? I, whether we're ready or not, we got to do this. Yeah. Mike? Yes? Quick, quick question. Happy uh, to answer. Do death, do death saving throw fails uh, reset at short rests or long rests? Uh... They're gone after both. Okay. Technically, they're gone whenever you pop back up. Yeah. I just, I was wondering because I just got it from that weird thing the Skane mm -hmm. Witch did. It's not that I went down or anything. With, with so. the Skane Witch gone, yeah, they have reset. Okay. Then I'm ready. <laughs> yeah, I mean. <laughs> Judah will look over at you, Grawl. You've been quiet. Yeah. Is that unusual? No, but... It's not unusual. For doing the whole fate of the world thing. Everyone has a say. I mean, at this point, it doesn't really matter. No. Exactly. Let's go kick some ass. Uh, your pragmatism is... In just so endearing, Grawl. Oh, I know. I know. Judah will also look over at Talila, who is still curled up around a skull. She's sleeping contentedly, having slept through all of this. What about her? Do we have a blanket anywhere? I mean, in my equipment, I probably do. I feel like... Do that. Yeah, Damien has a rolled-up blanket. Yeah, I, I don't yeah. think Kalilah is... just tosses blankets on top of her. Oh, I was going to say, that thing, this thing my dad used to do, he'd put me in the middle of a blanket and then take the four corners and then just throw it over my throw me over his shoulder in the blanket. <laughs> yep. That's proper parenting right there. Yeah. yeah. Coming with me, kid. <laughs> that doesn't sound like your dad at all, I'm sorry. <laughs> It's about, like, what he would say, though. Um, 
Judah will look meaningfully over at you, Tirza. Can we trust her? Camion in that long pause will say, well, that's a no. <laughs> oh, it, it's not... It's not that I'm... Uh, literally, I almost died <laughs> because of George. I mean, that wasn't all of it, but... Certainly I, didn't help. But that power is invaluable. I will look to everyone else. Kind of... Toss it to the room. I mean... It seemed like it really affected her. I think if she needs more rest, we let her rest. You're saying we just leave her here? I mean, it's technically safer than what we're about to go do. I'm, so. not, I'm not disagreeing, I just... I can always ask her. That's kind of what I was thinking. I don't know how... I don't know if what is best for Talila is something best left to Talila. I think we can make that choice, though. I don't think she'd appreciate being left here alone. Camion will let out a snort and say, No, no, she would not. But if asked by any of us, you especially, Tirza, she's just going to say, Of course she'll follow. Well, then that's her decision. I think she's better equipped than... Well... She can make the choice. I trust her enough to make the choice. Judah will nod at that. I'll wake her up. Okay. She'll let out a big yawn stretch. Uh, God damn it. Meanwhile, n next to uh, you, Sid, the... Mm. Uh, the monodrone is just saying, this all seems very serious. It is fate of the world kind of stuff, you know. Oh my. Which world? Uh, this one. Ah, which one is that one? I'm sure you haven't heard of it. Oh, probably. Maybe. Our databanks and mechanics are vast. Material plane? Does that sound familiar to you? Yes. Oh, well. Which one? No idea. Oh, I see. Mm. You go and shake Talila awake, Tirza. And she's blinking her big black eyes, staring up at you. She instinctively clutches at the obsidian-carved skull. But then, when she sees she's surrounded by her friends, she relaxes a little bit. Oh... I was tired. That was a good nap, though. Yeah. This place reminds me of home, but with a lot less screaming. Uh, 
Right. Um, Talila, we have to ask you, sorry to throw this on you, like right when you wake up. Um, hmm. We think that uh, I'm going to look over my shoulder at everyone and be like, uh, <laughs> how do I explain this? Can someone who's smarter than me explain this? I'll do it. No, 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 no. Rawl, you're the most emotionally mature of all of us. Get over here. Judah will step forward and say, we are going to confront the person who is causing a lot of problems in the valley to Lila. Those bad folks that have tried to kill all of us at this point, I think. Um, seems like they're behind a lot more terrible things as well. If I can find any judge of Cherish's expression while she was reading. But we need to stop them. Is what Tears is trying to say. And we we want to know if you want to come with us and help. It's going to be very dangerous, and yeah, worse than what we just went through. I think. Maybe. But we just... And you see, like, she's starting to come back to exactly what just transpired. Mm. Her, her, her face twitches a little bit. And she'll say, Oh. Um. Wor worse than... Ah. Ah. Hmm. Um. Because... My magic is from her, not from the the voices there. They were they were her, and I'm. I don't mean I didn't I didn't mean to. I know that was really rough for you. Personally, I, I more just meant I think the. I think the fight is going to be worse. Oh, I don't know that that's not so any... bad then. <laughs> And she'll smile at you with her big shark tooth grin. <sighs> That's what George is for. Right. But, but George hurt you. Because I couldn't, because the, they were... Hmm. I, d I don't want to hurt you again, Tirza. She'll kind of look around. I, I don't want to hurt any one of you. But, Tears, if you want me to hurt someone else, I, I, I think I can do that. I mean... I... I think we'd all like to have you there. You're, you're very... Or George is very strong, and you're very capable. We just hmm. mostly wanted to make sure that... You'd be okay with that. If you, you feel like you're ready. 
Maybe. There won't be any more of the... The blue place? Or, or the witches? I think they went back to where they came from. Hmm. Cherish. And now sure Cherish has her fancy new stick, which makes sure they'll never come back. Oh. I don't I don't say that. <laughs> I'm not that mean. Yeah, I'll Yeah. I I wanna help. I But you you gotta promise me something, Tirza. Mm -hmm. If if the voices if she comes back and I start if I if I start feeling the strings being pulled like a I felt like a puppet, like threads connected and hmm if that happens again you gotta like hit me or something I think knock me out I couldn't if I'm if I'm not awake George can't kill any of you I think probably okay <laughs> I will yeah I'll I'll watch your back and you just watch all of ours. Or have George watch all of ours. Okay. I, I can Yeah. Yeah. Your backs. I can watch those. There's there's a few bones there. Yeah. I know. Like the <laughs> spine. So comforting. <laughs> 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 but if you need All my right. help I'll help okay okay good alright so, which one are we gonna knock down first as much as I would love to smack that I don't even know does Atticus, when we saw Atticus Carter was he like he sort of had like a and this was back when um, we were first in Stormhaven but like I don't know how does he how does he usually carry himself like his demeanor like a hero like a leader like someone that you can look up to Here's what I think. I think we take, we deal with Lucrezia in whatever way we can and leave Atticus Carter as the last target. We take everything from him, his plan, his organization, and leave him to sit with it. Sure, for a second, and then we kill him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yes, but it has to, he has to like, he has to take in the fact that we've totally defeated him on every single level, and then we have to rub it in his face, and Sid, then, you know, we, 
Yes. Ruby, Sid. Ruby in my head is like, mm, I like this one. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we just kill him first and save the valley, huh? I thought taking out the weapon would save the valley. Hope so. Yeah. I mean, there's always the chance that... Nope, you go, you go. The same thing could be said for Carter, though. That Hope that one works. It's really kind of a 50-50 shot, unfortunately. Mm. Yeah. The weapon could be directed by Carter. It could be totally autonomous. Who knows? I mean, the fact that it's a person probably means it's autonomous. It used to be a person. Mm Mm-hmm. Comforting. The fact that it's referred to as a weapon and not Lucrezia is concerning. I mean, they're a weird cult that doesn't really care about the autonomy of its uh, like individual mm-hmm. members so much. Right, I mean, but Atticus still. Carter literally refers to himself as the tool of fury or whatever. Or that whatever. brings up the next the next point is. There's layers to this. There's a step, yeah, beyond. I'd say probably below ten, yeah, layers. I was going to say at least nine. (laughs) But again, once we... They're talking about... (laughs) Nine is a number? Girl, they're talking about onions, obviously. What else has layers? There are nine... Ogres. Oh, yeah. ogres. Ogres have layers. <laughs> oh, you're right. Parfait. Ogres. Oh, yeah. Ogres. Parfait, everybody cakes. loves cake. <laughs> those five things. Welcome to the very first episode of Shrek Cast. Um, <laughs> yeah. We figured now, Welcome now is the, the right of, time to bring the first world. episode of Get Out of My Swamp. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Back to our very serious. Right. talks about yes. murder. Well. Judah will look over to you, Tears, and just say, I think it comes down to which one can you get us to? I mean, I, I mean maybe both. I would have to see if I can use that. And I will point to the book in Cherish's hands. Um, but if not, then I can definitely get us to her. So I'm almost quick, certain of it. Quick question about the way that Tirza rips us. Uh, you know, Pecos Bill style lastling lightning. Oh my god, it is uh, Pecos Bill! Yeah. yeah, it's fucking rad, dude. <laughs> um, across time and space mm-hmm. via lightning and threads. Mm-hmm. Um, is there a sense when, like, oh, I'm finding this person, is there a sense of like, oh, this is where they're at, or it's just focused on the specific person, it doesn't matter where they're at? Every, I don't have yeah. the few times you've done it that way. I mean, cause you've done this a couple of different ways now mm-hmm. when you've held an object with a strong connection to another place, you've seen the bonds that that thing has to another place. 
when you went to Valor, you found the bonds between the shadow of Zariel and her erstwhile offspring, and followed those back to the Material Plane. Uh, you haven't really uh, experimented with this, you know. Yeah, object right. person. I'm just curious uh, whether or not there would be any sort of like, oh, I can kind of see, not me, but Tirza, whether Tirza or not can see kind of like the destination at all. So like looking at the two of them before making the it's more decision of a sensation. to choose one or the other. Okay. Yeah, it's you know like what i was saying in character earlier is i i might be able to get like a vague direction because i've been able to sense them going off like that's kind of the away issue from is myself the sensation of direction you've always gotten is away from away. the material plane yeah it's not been a cardinal direction of any sort exactly So I think it's just we use it and then we're there and uh oh whatever ha happens happens. Right. I think the, I think the thing that I was trying to get out was whether or not you could sense if they would be in the same direct like the same place kind of thing. I don't know if there's there's no way of knowing I, the destination of something like that really. There's no like ooh let me so. see where this is going to go without actually doing it. There's no, like, I mean, geo-ping. No. Yeah. God, that'd be so useful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Let me be an Uber driver. <laughs> you are our uh, multi-dimensional Uber driver. Very true. Now, what is stopping us from just going and taking out Atticus Carter and then going and destroying his weapon, one after the other? We have both. We have Nothing. two options. Yeah. So let's do it right now. Yeah, I mean, we could we could also just like, go to his house. What about spells? And then we would have the the wonderful sensation of him running to his room to go use his teleportation scroll, and then it not being there, and then I could laugh at him. Assuming he is still things. at his house, that was hours ago. That's yes, that's true. And we have since wrecked his shit. I think is that right. Oh, and it's, it's weird because and like right because Hypatia was like on her way to his place when we left, and mm -hmm. then also hours ago was running after us from out like coming from Godsboro. So yeah, like there were a couple of hours in between those instances. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. like so. Okay, so be on the moon. I don't know just... what a moon is, but. We know what a moon is. Yeah. We have a moon. Yeah, absolutely have a moon. Okay. He could be on the moon. One moon. We have one moon. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, okay. So there's a couple schools of thought here. We could go straight for the weapon and hope that, you know, Atticus Carter doesn't do some shit after the fact and then try to go after him. We could go after Atticus Carter and hope that the weapon doesn't do anything. I think the one thing is that if we go for the weapon first, um, Atticus Carter seems to plan for everything and has backups for just about everything. Yeah, I'm of so, the mind that we go for Carter first. Problem to the problem with Carter though is if while we're distracted trying to fuck him up, I need to play a character who swears because oh my god, it's so hard for me not to. <laughs> it's fucking um, great. I love it. Kick some <laughs> ass. 
Hells yeah. The, so you could go the, my my one worry is that yes, he plans for everything, and so maybe is like, haha, you're distracted with me, and while you're doing this, I've released the hounds. So there's really not a better option, I don't think. The other thing is, if we go after him, we might be able to get some information out of him about what everything is. True. And potentially mm-hmm. save Lucrezia, if that's an option. Doubtful. Who knows? So what are you doing? Well, right now we're standing around talking instead of doing anything. So I say exactly. we go straight to kill a hero. Yeah. He's not a hero. Bad guy. Bad guys. Bad guys. I don't disagree. I think that's a good plan. Let's do yeah. it. Okay. So. Um, Everybody do... ready for battle? <laughs> uh, not during this part of the conversation because Cherish was also talking. Um, but before, I would like to have kind of quickly scratched out uh, a few pages in my journal. Uh, and sort of torn up out the pages and folded them and put them in bag holding for later for reasons, which we'll get to. When of your personal journal or Atticus Carter's journal? My personal journal. Okay, got it. Um, and quick housekeeping thing. We have not taken a long rest since last time, correct? I thought some that's what of we you just did, y'all? some of you didn't. Tears okay. Tears, I think, was the only one? Tirza and uh, Talila. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm just making sure I've got everyone hit else opted for short rests and uh, spending hit dice and researching and whatnot. Um, that being said, something that I didn't announce uh, before, but is probably relevant, is the fact that all of our players have leveled up since last time. But because you do not take a long rest, while your hit point totals have gone up, your the amount of hit points you have has not. Yeah. Yep. Um, which means I'm actually going to use a few more before we... A few more hit die? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I only have two left. I have... Smoke them if you got them. Well, now I Well, now, I, now I'm worried that if I don't use them... I'm only missing 11 HP. I mean, we're going to what is potentially the boss battle. So Everything's a boss be... battle at this point. I know, that's true. This is after you enter the crater in uh, Final Fantasy yeah. 7. It's just like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there is also a literal crater we could go to, so... That's yeah. true. More also, I know we talk about this a lot, guys, but y'all have so many hit points now. <laughs> there we go. Uh, back up at full okay. HP. There That's were a also fair point. healing potions floating around that could have been used. This is true. No, we gotta save those for not using them later. Got it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, honestly, yeah, now would be a great time to use them. We have one greater and three superior. I mean, I'm... I'm fine. I'm fine. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We should... um, no, we have to save those, much like elixirs and ethers. 
in, in Final Fantasy. I was going to say, we, we have to be the party that has like tons and tons of inventory items at the end of the game, and you're like, God, why didn't I use these? I almost <laughs> died so many times. Save them for New Game Plus. We also have a ton of alcohol. Does anyone want to do shots? Mean. Why do we have 999 tents? I don't understand why we have so Saves. Okay. <laughs> fuck up. You only have one chance to romance the final boss, and it's a very <laughs> low percentage to reload. It's true. Uh, well, oh, you guys can yeah. do that one because we might be related, so that's weird. <laughs> All right. I did forget I took a short rest. And talk Modron for four hours? Is that yeah, what I did? Pretty much. Pretty much. Jesus. Worth it. I guess. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, okay. So, Tirza, um, I'll, I did finish reading it. Um, so, here you go. And, well, good. Because if this doesn't work, you should probably just destroy it. Um... You should all probably be like, uh, and Tirza will hold it in one hand and like just stick out an arm for Cherish to grab onto. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Shall be arms. connected. I do. Yeah. I do bring out my cool stick though. Ready for it's an like action to get out of my bag. Oh. <laughs> so if we're getting right into combat. <laughs> What are we doing? Where are we going? This sounds fun. Going to go kill yeah. someone? Yeah. Delightful. This. Mm. Can you say oh my really quick? Oh my, I'm going to enjoy this murder. <laughs> Just like how I imagined it. You link I, like, Cherish, with... I need you to get to the other end of this chain of people. No, that's no. totally fair. That's totally <laughs> fair. I will no. bring up the Rearza. No, I've... I already the... said it, and Tirza will suppress that. <laughs> the real question is, uh, much like electricity, can you feel the the evil spreading down the like the daisy chain of people via like arm connection? There's an odd amount of heat coming off of. Cherish. Say, I think Tirza is unsure whether or not it's actual heat or if it's just the remembrance of that like mind bubbling, searing heat from earlier. <sighs> All right. Um, I'm going to focus on the journal and its connection to its owner and mm -hmm. uh. I think she kind of like holds it out in one hand and like squeezes her eyes shut um, and like reaches for something. Okay. Give me a charisma saving throw. Pretty. And I will say, since you are doing this intentionally, since you are, you have an object that is a, a focal point in this proceeding, I will give you advantage on this one. Nice. And we can oh, teleport so directly to I'm the so old mage's room. <laughs> oh no. Uh, that is 
a 27. Whoa. Hell yeah. With your eyes closed, there is an odd moment where you are in darkness, but then you see, hovering in that darkness, the outline of a rough, loose-leaf book. It is made up of ephemeral light, just in traceries in the darkness. You see, leaping out from it, several connective tethers, these bonds that you've come to know. The largest one is a bright cord of crimson stretching off into the darkness. Shit. Uh, I think not not physically, you but can't like, say that. Uh, mentally. Oh, Fiddles, crab apples, rattle snakes, crab apples. That's that's the shortest. Crab snakes, snake Uh, apples. There it is. All of those are bad. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Fiction. I I think that, uh, yeah, not physically, but like mentally, emotionally, I will reach out and grab that cord and pull. The, the largest crimson one? <laughs> he, yep. Okay. Pulling on that... That could go bad. You all feel that tugging sensation behind your navels as you are grasping through this chain to Tirza. The rest of your companions have a hand on her as well, and it feels as though your hands are just pinned to your friend for this stomach-lurching, heart-wrenching moment that some of you have experienced in the past, some of you a couple of times at this point. Sid being the one who has had the most experience with this thus far. That's true. Mm -hmm. You are all suddenly lurched forward. The area you're standing in just blurs and disappears. There is this hurtling, frightening sensation of movement, of trajectory, of momentum. You see nothing. The blur, motion, just blinding lights flashing to either side. Grawl, you have the distinct sensation of moving up a staircase. Then, suddenly, you are all falling. Great. Going down, 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 hurtling through freezing, frigid air. Beneath you is a vast, open, desolate plain of ice cut with crags, and a never-ending line of ruinous, broken mountains. Occasionally, the landscape is pockmarked with blast craters of enormous size. Occasionally, you'll see these immense, broad, sweeping plains of maybe frozen oceans, and here or there, something tremendous breaks through that ice before crashing back down beneath the frozen surface. And you are hurtling straight down towards an immense, 
large mountain, <laughs> a, a fortress built into its side. It's so weird. I didn't think Atticus Carter was here. I thought he was in the city, I say, as we're falling. The air screaming around you. This is the most control, Tirza, that you've ever had over this. So rather than finding yourselves in free fall, you are just hurtling straight down at the ground. That terrifying sensation that you're going to smash into it is still there. But mm. Sid and Tirza, you experienced this last time. The ground coming up to meet you didn't hurt you last time and it seems as though that's going to be the case again except this time when you strike the side of the mountain you pass through it darkness for a long moment and then suddenly you're inside of a vaulted ceilinged chamber lit with dull blue and purple lights and your feet slam into a tiled surface beneath your feet. Strange, lambent glows, the only lighting around you. The slight sound of your own breathing and a low drip coming from somewhere is the only sound that you find yourselves in. Some of your companions, Judah among them definitely, let out low gasps as you suddenly find yourselves in this place. I think there is a little bit of a little uh, uh, a light tension fart though too. Just a. <laughs> I don't. I don't know who did it. There are someone pillars did. surrounding you, uh, stretching off in every direction. The pillars giving off these strange low glows. Otherwise, frosted mist curls at your feet, displaced by your sudden arrival, and it is violently cold in here. So is this how we figure out that uh, that Atticus Carter has been Mephistopheles this entire time? Um, now it's my turn to wear the D&D dunce cap. <laughs> <laughs> Here you go. Here you go. It's yours. It's yours. I've been wearing it for far too long. Go ahead. It looks like a bucket Smells. hat. Yep. Talking <laughs> bucket um, Cherish, uh, in your mind, cherish? you hear a voice say, <laughs> well, if I knew you were coming here. Uh, Terror starts breaking out. Um, do we still have the journal? Yeah, it's in Tears's hand. Yeah. Um, I think that Cherish, even though they're linked arms, Cherish, like, takes a fistful of whatever cloth she can find and, like, gripping it as tight as possible it's like <laughs> try it again Tirza quickly that that was the, the one that was the, the strongest connection to this book right but we're in Kenya right now so clearly we're not in the right place from somewhere nearby a, a voice says hello Who's Hi. there? Uh, no one. Oh, good then. And the, a low humming starts. Oh wait, no. Wait, that's our that's our bud, isn't it? No. Uh, nearby, Hubert is like, "Oh, this is Cania, one of the layers of hell. How intriguing!" Hmm. Just keep in mind, Hubert. Because that's your name. I'm, I'm doubling down. 
the ruler of this layer of hell, secretly plotting chaos. I find that very improbable. Well, stick around long enough, you'll see lots of improbable decisions and things. That seems likely. You mortals are chaos personified. Mm. Was there Was there any of those threads that seemed, like also very strong, or was everything else really, really light compared to this crimson one? Everything else was fairly light in comparison. Yeah, that, like, offhanded humming is continuing from somewhere nearby that you don't necessarily see the source. The strange pillars that are around you, like I said, are giving off, like, this effervescent mist and low purple and uh, greenish light. I'm sorry, everyone. I think I brought us to the wrong place. I I can try again, but I don't know where else to... This isn't an exact um, science. And a voice well, from somewhere nearby will say, Hello? Who's there? No one. Oh, all right. <laughs> If we were someone, though, what difference would it make? Ah, uh, oh, you know, I'm, I'm not sure. What is this place? This is the laboratory, of course. For what? For what? Who's there? God damn it. Nobody. Oh, good. But what's the laboratory for? Oh, they let me use it for my projects. I love my projects, you know. Uh. Cherish. Cool. Pretend to be another you... Cherish. What are you working on? 78 at the moment. Sorry. Say that 78? number again. 78? 78, yes! 78 what? Who's that? Also no one. Nobody. Oh, good. Oh, the, the 78th uh, of... of oh. The 78th one of the... Hmm. What is it called? I'm not sure anymore. But I'm pretty sure it's the 78th. That's what the number says. What does it look like? Uh, well, there is the number seven, and then the number eight, and... <laughs> Wait, those are numbers? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you're gonna have to speak slower. Grawl can't count higher than three. Um... Where are we? He's <laughs> <laughs> touching me. Okay, can we get the fuck... Yeah, I... Um... All right. Uh, and I'm going to... You see Camion has, like, slow, has kind of, like, broken away and is, like, looking at one of the pillars that's really close by. I don't know. It's gonna be made of people or something. Uh, like, has uh-huh. broken away, like, from the group? Just uh, by, like, maybe a foot or two. Like, the pillars are all around okay. you. But isn't isn't touching anymore. No. Exactly. Camion. There's something or... in this. 
want? I don't know. I'm not going to touch it. That's don't touch idea. the weird glowing things. Yeah. It's just rule number one of rift keeping. Right? Okay, should we try the chains this time? Or... Who's there? No one. Oh, good. I'm asking. <laughs> Who are you? Oh, I am Mephistopheles, Lord of Kenya, inventor of Hellfire. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> Everyone just like stops dead in their tracks like the fuck? <laughs> and again, this voice is just like coming from somewhere in the near distance, but it's echoing between these pillars. And as, as soon as you stop interacting directly, just the humming starts back up again. <laughs> Tirza is giving Cherish the most what-the-fuck face. That's not the voice I was expecting. I don't know what I was expecting. It's not evil enough. Sorry, Honestly, I was kind of evil. expecting, you know, a light. Oh, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Shall we get out of here? Yeah, Camion. Um... I'm over here like, let's go investigate the voice. Come on, I want to know. Me too. But that's out. I know, I'm waiting for the people who this would be in character for. To... Yeah, no, Cherish, like... They seem friendly. Yeah. Who's there? One second. I'm gonna come. I'm gonna come to you. Oh, that's good. Are we going? Just, All right, just cool. like how we're walking, striding towards the source of the voice. Yeah. Okay. Give me a perception check as you're moving. Uh, that's going to be a five. <laughs> oh. Moving Just between these pillars, you can see blinders. that they're all covered in a, a thick layer of frost, but the, the light glowing out between uh, little cracks in their surfaces as you move, but you are very focused on your destination, that being the source of this little breathy humming voice coming from somewhere nearby. What is everyone else doing when Cherish takes off? Ah, uh, what? Mm, mm, mm. Are we all right? Oh, no, see, 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 what's, what's happening right now is she's running away. But don't worry, she'll come back. Tears yeah, is gonna she did it before stride, when you weren't there. Right off yeah, path yeah, after yeah. Cherish. I guess we're going, we're doing this. All right. Judah will say, I'm sticking with the person who can get us out of here. Mm. Yes, yes. all a bunch of very good choices. So Lila will ask, is this where the bad person is? Uh, I guess. You're not wrong. Cherish, walking through these pillars, you eventually come around one of them and see a a figure at a, a long table connected to one of these pillars. They are stooped 
with a, a long robe coming down around their feet and pooling along the ground. Like, the, the train of it would definitely stretch out several feet behind them, but as of right now, it's just pooled around their ankles as they shuffle and pull it close. What also comes out from beneath that robe is a, a link of dark chain that comes out and is clearly embedded into a massive orb of black metal that is sitting next to this table. There's enough chain to allow this person to shuffle around this table and get probably out to 20 feet away from this orb, but this is a massive iron fixture keeping this figure within a certain proximity of itself. Uh, I am also going to remain out of potential reach. Okay. You can see their workstation, if that's what it is, is lit by a simple lantern that is alight with crimson flame. Hellfire. Albeit in a much more mundane and subdued iteration than you've ever seen before. The figure in the robe, the robe itself is dark, dark mahogany red with white trim of fur around the the sleeves and around the collar. They look to be Santa. maybe a tiefling of some sort with dark, dark purple skin, bruise-like in color, with curling horns coming up from his forehead that curl back and around over hair that was probably black once, but is now shot through with gray and white. He was probably once a imposing figure, but the stooped frailty of age has robbed his broad shoulders of any intimidation they might have once had. Loose bangles and rings clatter around his fingers and hands. You can see ornamentation that might have once looked impressive on this regal figure now looks sad and decrepit. Like something locked away and forgotten. And this figure with swirling, you can see reds within the purples around their eyes and hands will glance up and you can see that uh, his eyes are severely cataract. But despite that fact, he clearly has some bit of sight left, because he will look up as you approach and say, Oh, who are you? Uh, you don't... Clearly something's going on here. Oh, many things are going on here, yes! It's a vast and ah, terrible enterprise we are in, yes? <laughs> Why are you here? I'm working. Sure. I love my work. Mm-hmm. Who does number I... two work for? But why are you... 
you're chained to the ground. Well, and he'll kind of like look down, lift a foot, and you can see as the the foot comes out, his feet are bare. There's a, a blackness to his feet that speaks of ancient frostbite. And you can see the the manacle attached to his ankle, and he'll say, Oh, so I am. Ah, no bother. I'm not going anywhere. My work is very important. Okay, so who's who's looking after Kenya, then, if you're here? I, I am, of course. I am the lord of Kenya. <laughs> right. I invented Hellfire, you know. I know. Kenya looks after itself, mostly. It leaves me time for my experiments. Right. I don't know how to ask the question that I want to ask of you, because you are just, just over the senile line. Um. And he starts, like, moving vials and concoctions around on the table. It seems to be some kind of alchemy lab of some kind. It's like, this one, this one would be the right one. I'm sure, I'm sure. This is... You, you, you said that they let you use this place for your projects. Oh, yes. I have left a few of the... Uh, trusted lieutenants in charge, but of course I need space for my projects. They can do what right. they like with the rest of the place. I don't care. And who who would those be? Oh, uh, Hu Jin was definitely still around somewhere. I think yes, probably. Okay. I think so. That's one of them. And my wife, of course. She tidies the house. Such a good woman. Right. Your, your wife. Yes, I think so. Fairly certain. Almost positive, yes. Okay. There was a ceremony. So, I remember the ceremony. Okay. <laughs> She's like tinking with little bottles and mixing, sniffing. Mm, yes, perfect. Mm. But that's it. That's just, you know, Lord Hodogen and your wife. Oh, that's all you need, really. They call him the boss for a reason. <laughs> they sure do. I'm sh I've been assured that he's been keeping up appearances. Uh, by who? Who visits you? Oh, um, well, it's been a while. Not sure. It's been some time. But I was assured. I was very sure. No one's been here recently? Uh, let's see. It wasn't that long ago that they collected number seven, I think. Yes, that one was ready. 
is that the, the same project as 78 or ah one? yes long project many iterations but we will get it right i have high hopes about this one okay um offer, offer him a werther's original and everyone <laughs> come rushing back to him do you want a caramel young man i love some, hot some candies <laughs> oh, offer him some ho- uh, some whorehound or those strawberry ones yeah those strawberry no one ones that's gorilla yeah yeah Open up your your baking your cookie uh, tin, but it'll only have sewing supplies. Yeah, I like to suck on them because they're not very hard on the teeth. <laughs> some schnitzel, old man. Mm. Have some uh-huh. beef stroganoff. Um, As the rest I of you are slowly talking. approaching, I need you all to give me perception checks. Oh, Can't wait. Roll a dice. One die. Roll the die. He will look up at you and nice. say, Familiar? Oh. Uh, I'm sorry, you'd have to get closer. My, my eyes So not what they used to be. Mm. Well, that's a shame. Come here, Georgie. Come here, Georgie. We all float down here. <laughs> Uh, I got a dirty 20. Okay. 22. Mm. Ooh. Uh, 15. Yeah, cherish the... The creature claiming to be Mephistopheles says he can't see you. His eyes are too weak these days. That's fair. It's too bad. Yes, but, uh, that's all right. I... It's all muscle memory now. I can get this done without my bloody eyes. <laughs> I invented hellfire, you know. Yep. Um, I think as we... I don't know about you you guys, but I think Tirza is like expecting to walk into like a supreme confrontation. And I think when we... Yeah, and enter this little space. Uh, she's taken yeah. aback, at least. Is there? Maybe we should just put this old man out of his misery and kill one of the, you know. Right. It doesn't sound like it would make much of a difference at this point. Um, I look around this room. Does it look like a cell? Like a like? There's no. Eg- Is there any exits or anything? You see that broad spacing of pillars that really break your line of sight so it's tough to say exactly where the exits would be you don't see any exterior walls from your position your line of sight is broken by pillars in even in the far distance the ceilings here are vaulted uh they probably go up about 50 feet the pillars Mm -hmm. themselves don't become frosted and icy until about 15 feet off the ground other than that they appear to be some kind of strange, knobbly metal, maybe similar to what you've seen in Mechanis recently. Hmm. Hmm. And Grawl, as you're passing by some of these pillars, you look in the distance and you swear that when you're passing, there is the vague humanoid shape floating near its center, outlined in light. 
made of people. The shape clearly has two arms, two legs, a long curling tail. Horns. How purple? How purple? You'd, On a scale of one to purple. Look. It's fro- like I said, the pillar is frosted over. It's tough to say. What color is the frost? Is it like a clear, like, or is it like, is it blue frost or anything? Is it going like to mess said, with the colors of the inside? It, it's purple and green, and that kind of makes the, the frosted effect uh, kind of like a, a lambent glow. Yuck. I don't know if you do is anything with that information. Is I mean, Cherish okay? isn't close enough to try that with. Tears a little stopped herself from saying Cherish's name. I pick up on social cues. <laughs> and Cherish, the last thing you asked this thing, you don't seem familiar? Yeah. Yeah, he'll definitely... Sorry, not from that far away. Um, and your friends are approaching from behind you. What happens? In my, in my mind. Uh, I would be like... I would say Does this come as any surprise to you? Oh, yes. Okay. We knew something was going on, but this is delicious. I would like to use Eldritch Sight. Okay. Oh boy! I just want to see oh what's going on around this. But if, if the whole oh. place lights up like I'm inside of a light bulb, then I'll just turn it off. You know. I would say the pillars are excessively magical. Okay. Uh, you're getting a lot of transmutation off of those uh, pillars. Ecky. The obviously you see all of your allies' magical items. Mm-hmm. Um. You see that the components that this person, this tiefling, by all appearances, is using are magical, but the shackle ball and chain that they're strapped to doesn't appear to be strictly magical. They aren't necessarily pinging as magical, per se. And it's not like the um, Atticus Carter thing where there's just like a void, a lack of everything, right? There, no. Clearly, there's a person yeah, absolutely. there. Okay, interesting. Okay. And as the rest of you approach, this figure will turn and go, Oh, so many visitors. This is a rare treat. You all stand in the presence of Mephistopheles, Lord of Cania, inventor of Hellfire, you know. Hey. That's that's what we hear. Yes, good. <laughs> is everything okay? Everything is great, perfect. Slowly perfecting <laughs> that, number seventy-eight here. That question was to cherish, but I'm glad that he answered. <laughs> <laughs> um, again, not out loud. Um, it seems he's gone on a little bad. 
but that doesn't mean he's not dangerous. What happens if I cut that chain? What if I get close enough to cut that chain? That's a very good question. I'm not going to do that without having at least one drink. Camion will stare at this creature. This thing, it it feels like the imp did. Yeah. Something in something else. No. Very, very evil. So big. It is him. Like capital E. Capital E. I don't. Maybe. I, I, I don't know. Like E and E. I, okay. Fine, got it. So he's not lying. <clears throat> Presumably. Zone of truth. Insight check. I can cast that. Mm-hmm. Oh. And the figure, Mephistopheles, will say, Are you all here to aid in my experiments? I've not had an aid in some time. It would be good to have some helping hands. But experiments. Well, number 78 is coming along nicely. What's on the table, Mike? Looks like some kind of alchemy set. There's not a body-shaped thing yeah. on the table? No. Hmm. Strange mixtures, uh, apparatus that you don't necessarily understand. Something that has a, a weird, almost carousel quality to it with a bunch of little glass vials attached to it. There is uh, strange beakers with spiraling bits of glass that are set above burners that uh, funnel liquids into other liquids. Hmm. You are uh, familiar with Mechanis? I say, looking at the metal, sort of. Ah, yes. We raided their stores for many of the apparatus we use here. A bountiful trove, Mechanis. <laughs> Foolish. Ah, drones. So trusting. And Kubert will say, it's true, we are. Gem, what a pearl! Oh my god! Um, boy, I thought my family reunion was awkward. Yeah. Is she? Do you, do you know? Are you okay? No. You see him Gentlemen. going over to one of these vials and preparing what looks like an enormous syringe. I I look to cherish. We we're here. We could find her. We're not. Uh, the place like we're not in Mephistar. You're not a hundred percent about that. Yeah. The the uh, rush hey, through man. the mountain and into this place was fast. Yeah. 
this laboratory, this isn't isn't Mephistar, right? This is just different. We are the very heart of Mephistar. It was in okay. these very labs that I came up with the formula for Hellfire. Okay, excellent. You um, know, I invented that, right? Yeah. You invented it. Have yes. you taught it to anyone? Oh, all the layers of Bartor use my invention. Worthless curse. So and popular. So, and and, and <laughs> <laughs> he hates really hipster about your own fucking. <laughs> uh, Make up your own infernal weapons, eh? I was so I think we're all getting a peek cool. at like at Mike as an older an older gentleman. He won't be Mike. He's going to slowly transform into it's Mephistopheles. <laughs> And he's fully aware of it, too. Uh, He'd be playing a character at the ripe old age of 85. Crafting stories. Anyone Mm -hmm. and anyone outside of the hills? I would not dare share my secrets with none of the... No, what? What? What is this? Who are you? Who are you? Who are you? Seriously, who are you? Are you new assistants? No it's been a while since I've had any assistance. More hands could, would be good. Could you explain the nature of your experiments? Ah, yes, the nature of the experiments. It's a grand nature. Of course, the goal has always been the goal. Killing him. Making him suffer. Right, right, of course, right. yes. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And how... Uh, in detail, are you going about doing that? Ah, you see, for a while there, it was so simple. Just plans, machinations, all of those falling through. You know, one time, I invented Hellfire just to kill him, and it didn't work. That sounds like a bummer. That would really piss me off. But no, this time, this time, I've got it, I'm sure. Would you care to share with your new assistant? It was never going to be by devil hands that the devil was killed. No, no, that was the false narrative that I was building. Mm. Very clever, very clever. I like it. uh, Whose hands? Who is to kill the monster? It's always the man. The man kills the monster. Mortals. That's the key. (laughs) Did you have a specific one in mind, or, you know... Number 78. Number 78 will do it, I'm sure. Gotcha. Certainly not This one first. is robust. What about your first one? First? Number one? No, no. Failed experiment. Not nearly uh, vigorous enough. Simply doing what it was told. That is uh, too easy. No. But but no better than a Lemur. What about number three? Uh, Number three was better, I suppose. So a little bit uh, bound to the old ways. Didn't think outside the box. Useful in her own right, I suppose. I think that... uh, She's uh, helping with the laundry these days, I think. Yes, that was it. Helping with the laundry. <laughs> helping 
embarrassing. I Cherish doesn't say that. Uh, <laughs> Taking out the laundry, stop? I think that's what she when said. Did you stop putting on <laughs> Taking them? something out. Oh. Not what? When did you stop branding them with numbers? No, everything needs numbers. You need to keep track of these things. They're all labeled? Of course, you label everything. It's very important. What kind of assistant are you? Don't know this. I don't want an assistant who's not labeling things. We're just, you know, curious about the work. Just want to make sure we got everything, you know, locked up here before we get started. Mm. Well, rule number one, label everything. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, um, quick question. Are the um, previous experiments inside of the pillars that they're holding... Apparatus or pillars? It's a, it's a long tube. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> the morphic resonance chambers. Yes, of course. Right, of course, the morphic resonance chambers. I just, you know, for the education of the entire class here. Your terrible assistance. Who sent you? If you don't know the basic properties of a resonance chamber. Oh, I'm not saying I didn't know that. I was saying it just in case other people didn't. I don't. I can't account for other people. Who? Who are you? Why are you here? He's gonna like stop with this big syringe in his hands that's full of this dark purple liquid. We. I am Mephistopheles, Lord of Cania. I invented Hellfire. Right, you said that. I, I did. brought us here. Hmm. Yes, because of this, and Tirza will, I'm also not going to get close enough, um, but I'll hold out the book within range. Hmm. It's that sort of journal. Can't tell. My eyes are not what they used to be. It is. It was written by a man named Atticus Carter. Yeah. Um. A man. Mortal? Blech. Uninterested. Perhaps. Go down but to the library. Throw it in with the vaults. Said he... that... Mm. No Milo Carter? What? Another mortal? Blech. I don't... I don't know. I'm just throwing out names now. He refers to himself as the first. The first what? That's Amen. an excellent question. Fury's great instrument? Fury. Why, why would my wife need instruments? There we go. Mm, boom goes the dynamite. There 25 go. minutes to get to the one thing. She has never been a fan <laughs> of music. All right. Well, clearly we aren't going to be fit to be assistants, so I think we'd better leave you to your work. Mm, this would be for the best, yes. I am very busy, you know. Number 78. Number 78 is going to do, be the one. Now, where, where's, your, where's your wife? Watching the house. I have no time for these things. I'm busy. 
All right. Well, y'all, I want to uh, let him out so bad, like, so bad. <laughs> and he will approach the bottom of the pillar and take this massive syringe and stick it into a small spigot that was kind of shadowed underneath the table and press it in. And there's just suddenly this whoosh from the inside of the pillar. You hear the sound of bubbling liquid from within. And you see runnels of uh, precipitation, uh, condensation, I should say, running down the side as some of the frost on the exterior of the pillar begins to melt. Is it melting quickly, or is it no. like a slow if, if, if you stayed here, you could probably watch it, but it seems as though the tank is heating up. Yeah. Getting some wicked Gears of War 2 vibes. Ugh. Well, we're not going to get anything uh, from him. Yeah. Before we leave, how do you get to the dungeons from here? Dungeons? Dungeons? Down. Down. I thought. Haven't used those in a while. Haven't needed them. No prisoners in Kenya. Well, everyone's a prisoner in Kenya. If you need to keep someone prisoner, you just let them out there. <laughs> if they survive, they're strong. And then we can use them for the experiments. I just like this guy. I really do. back to the, where we were. As the frost melts away, little runnels revealing inside a, a vaguely humanoid form. Spiraling horns running up from their forehead. If you turn and leave before it is completely revealed. I mean, I can just do that from here. We don't have to go back to where we were. It's true. Yeah. Um, I, I just... The only the only purpose to that was uh, cinematic uh, because I had kind of been thinking that this might be the case for a while. I'll follow, and I mean, if we want to get out of here, this is out of character to the rest of the group. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh. The chains, then? Yeah. Or should I try again with the book? My guess is that chains might be a more direct route. Good to know we can come back here. Or I can come back here. If we need to, for any reason. I like how you're uh, fine with being in hell, but being in a, a, a library where there's just like a one moth dude and he's like, cool, no, cool, I've, take a look. I already like, texted. That shit. I can't, uh -uh. I can't, I can't, I can't kill Cherish's maybe dad. I don't know what's going on here in, in front can't of kill her. my moth dad either. Well, so, I eh. wasn't going to kill your moth dad. She was going to kill you. <laughs> yeah. Moth dad won't let that happen. So you got to kill and, both. And, and again, the the reason that I would come back to hell, specifically this spot, is to fuck this dude up. <laughs> oh, because you're going to get sent there later. Got it. When you die. Yeah. I understand yeah. it. Um, yeah. 
well, that was terrible and mm. awful. I'm going to pull the chains out of the bag. Okay. What are you doing with the journal? I'm going to stick it in the bag. Okay. Pulling out okay. the chains. All right. Counting. Everybody here. Slyla, Modron, Sid, Judah, Camion, Grawl, me, Tirza. Everybody here. Mm-hmm. Well, Judah is fixedly staring back the, towards the, the hunched figure, but then will shake his bovine head and look back to you. We know, well, at least we know where the step after Atticus Carter is! <laughs> I was ready to fight, but this is this is a weirder option we've all stumbled upon here. Yep, well, get ready again. All right. And uh, can I do the same thing? She will hold the chains with both hands, kind of like um, just directly out in front of her, about a foot apart. Her, her hands will be about a foot apart. Just, mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Everyone hold on to tears up. Tears up, I need you to give me a charisma saving throw at disadvantage. Yep, that makes sense. For reasons that I will not explain. That's... Mm -hmm. It just makes sense. Because well, Mike said so. That's the only reason that he needs. Uh, that is a 17. Oh, okay. 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 As you are all standing there, hands upon Tirza yet again. Behind you, the runnels of frost beginning to be wiped away by little lines of water, revealing a familiar purple face with golden freckles speckled across cheeks and nose. Before... Tirza, you close your eyes again and see the outline of the chains in front of you. And there is something wrong with the connections to these chains. There are tendrils, lines, tethers, but they're twisted and jagged. They're not straight lines. They're broken and wrapped in a strange helix. What have we done? Black and red and gray. One of it feels all too familiar. A, a calling sensation as though from similar to your own power. There is sickness here. Uh, something is terribly wrong, but it all, all of these tethers lead back to the same source. I'm gonna pull. And suddenly you all feel that tugging sensation behind your navels again. You're flung away from the depths of Mephistar, leaving the hunched senile form of Mephistopheles behind leaving him to his work. You are flung again, light and color blurring past you. 
until suddenly you're falling yet again from a sky above. You see a ringed valley just beyond its steep walls, crackling, burning, rainbow lightning of the outer storm. Something is beyond that storm, but you don't have time to see what it is as you fall, hurtle straight down into the Tempest Rest Valley, towards Stormhaven, the city at the center of everything, into the middle of the city, towards a district comically called Boing Boing. Of course. Straight down towards the center of the city, to a warehouse. Straight through the upper floors, into the earth below. And despite the strange, chaotic magics that might otherwise deny you, you all land suddenly in a large basement area, but are thrown backwards from where you would otherwise have landed, scattering across the stone floors of this place. There are shouts and cries as you are thrown in a random scattering across this basement, you get flashes of images, bookcases, tables, strange ritual components, a research table off to one side, a man with a Leonin aspect to him standing up suddenly from that research table, two figures, one tall, blue-skinned, bald, standing at the edge of a circle of some kind, one tall, thin mustache, slightly... <laughs> receding hairline, also standing at the edge of this ritual circle. At the center of this circle, with ritual components laid out in sequential, smaller circles within this circle, is a figure somewhat transparent, her body writhing in what seems like pain as it flickers in and out of existence. As you see Atticus Carter, a blue-skinned Vidalcan, who you've seen once before in the company of the prime speaker of Zonad Zero and Phineas Finebrook himself in a basement somewhere in Stormhaven. <clears throat> and this is where we find our Threadless Heroes now. And what happens yeah. next, I think we will resolve after our break, and when we come back, oh. we'll see what happens. We just made a pit stop beforehand. Yeah. <laughs> we just an awkward, awkward pit stop. Soon enough. Soon enough. It will. It all will all be over. over. Soon enough. It will. It will all be over. Soon enough. It will all be over. So strap in, my friends. We're in for a wild ride here at the end. And welcome back to Material Components. When last we left our heroes, they had a brief sidetrack to Cania, the sec or the eighth layer of hell, where they met uh, Cherish's dad. In the strictest Progenitor, sense. at least? Progenitor, in the very least. Some... Answers about Cherish's origins were perhaps made a little more explicit than they had been in the past. 
Although it is weird because Cherish doesn't have a number. That is weird. That is true. That is weird. Um, we also maybe found out who Fury was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah which is not necessarily a good like no. I mean <laughs> hmm. It's true. Yeah. Weird that the uh the once benevolent dragon has fallen to evil. Potentially. We don't know. We don't know. We, we don't know. know that Mephistopheles has a wife named Fury. True, we don't know. I mean, who doesn't at this point? Oh, new band name, Wife Named Fury. Ooh, yes. Ooh, that's right up there with one. Slammed by a Whale. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's my band name. My, my opener. Oh, okay. Slammed by a Whale, uh, Spiders in the Distance. Uh, yeah. Sperm Whale Arson. Wife Sperm Whale Arson Fury, is my yeah. Yeah, techno metal yeah. band. Yeah. Um, but leastways, after that diversion... You found yourselves hurtling back towards the material plane, following the tethers leading to one Lucrezia, the Lost Threadless, who even now is in the midst of a bizarre transformation, her entire body semi-transparent, flicking in and out of existence as you watch. She stands, or more rightly, writhes, at the center of a crimson spell circle made of smaller and larger concentric circles, some of which contain material components within them, <gasps> focusing whatever energies are being directed into Lucrezia. And the workers of this spell seem to be at least one individual who you know all too well, and that is Phineas Finebrook. The other, a tall Vidalcan creature, blue-skinned, elfish in vague outline, but otherwise hairless and blue-skinned, and seemingly also working this spell. Atticus Carter himself stands at a table directly... I'm just going to use cardinal directions for the purposes of describing this map. East uh -huh. of the spell circle. The spell circle itself in the southwest corner of this basement that you find yourselves in. The rest of you are scattered about the perimeter of the room, having bounced off of whatever the spell thing is that is actively warping Lucrezia. Hmm. As you're slowly picking yourselves up, you see that Atticus Carter is striding towards the center of the room, staring at all of you with a combination of horror and wonder. And I'm wondering what everyone's initial reaction is here. Do we have to roll for our initial reaction, or...? <laughs> I think Cherish, like, stands up immediately um, and is like, Stop! What you're doing? And... Atticus Carter's eyes will flick over towards Phineas Finebrook before flicking back to you. And you see he is standing in his bard's regalia. He has a rapier at his side, but otherwise appears unarmed. Uh, it is still sheathed at the moment. He holds up his hands slowly and says... We can talk about this. There's no sure, reason after... for violence. 
Then stop this ritual now. I'm afraid that's impossible. The cow there's no, there's no need for there's no need for violence. I, have you seen this city? Have you seen how many people have died because of you? One. And do you know how many more have died because of the one I'm trying to stop? Countless. Two. Yeah. Uh, this this is nonsense. I'm gonna stride mm -hmm. over to this uh, <laughs> this blue boy over here, and I'm gonna. They're actively working this spell. It looks like, right? It appears to be. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna just like grab him. Uh, and I need everyone uh, to roll for initiative. Him. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I was just sorry, guys. Ah, uh, we wanted to the no, 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 commences. No, I mean, we can talk after I've subdued this person, exactly. Yeah, As Tirza goes to grab the Vidalcan man. Yeah, I need everyone to yeah. roll for anything. <laughs> um, and we're into it now. <laughs> <laughs> that bodes well, that bodes really, really well. We got. You get, no, no. I'm not close enough to Tirza at this point to get any of her bonuses. No, nobody is. No. <laughs> nah, <just laughs> Thanks, Tirza. Damn it. That's okay. That's, yeah, it's not bad. Only only Atticus Carter, who is secretly my ally. <laughs> oh, no. I swear to God, if this is a, <laughs> the longest con. <laughs> fuck. It was foreshadowed in Shadows of Her Drift Chapel. I won't talk to you anymore. I won't do it. <laughs> It'll be really easy. No. You know, it's interesting. I'm the only one who hasn't been a traitor yet. Hmm. That's weird. That's so strange. Well, let's think about that. I anyway. played. No. I played a different character. Okay, Tear Grawl wasn't the betrayer. Yeah, so Officer wanna... Time Cop was. Mm. I mean, it's, it's mm -hmm. Time Cop. <laughs> time Cop's got to do what Time Scott Cop has got to do. It's true. true. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Talila. Alright. Oh, uh, the real bummer is that the uh command fealty thing hasn't recharged, so Oh, how unfortunate. Uh, yep. <laughs> yep, and we we just we just went right at them. You okay. did. You did do that. Good uh, times. It's okay. <laughs> oh, All Judah. Right. With a solid 11. For a monk, he's real bad at rolling initiative, it seems. Yeah, yeah. dude. Um, okay. Uh, 25 to 20. 20! 20. Uh, 25! Nice. I rolled a natural 20. Oh, yeah. I rolled an 11. Tirza is mad. <laughs> Sid rolled uh, dirty 20? Dirty 20, yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to assume that you have a higher dexterity than Phineas Finebrook. Is his dexterity 20? No, it's really not. <laughs> okay. Uh, 15 to 20? 10 to 15? 14. 14. Okay. God damn it! Again, always happens. Every single time. Every um, time. And you, we established that you Cherish both have the same... Roll. Okay. Uh, okay. So who's so, going first? Who's going first? Uh, well, uh, thanks to our uh, delightful uh, companion, Tableplop. They do not sponsor the show. I just am a big fan of the product. 
Um, the <laughs> yeah, you looking at uh, the initiative tracker there? Yes, I am, Mike. <laughs> what the actual <laughs> fuck? I haven't been paying attention to it. Where is it? Uh, it's over on the right side of the map. Um, oh. oh, holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> Of God, for for our audio listeners, uh, Carter, which is all of Carter, got up. Yeah, as opposed to our visual listeners, sorry, mm. <laughs> I disincluded you. Carter just got a thirty-one somehow, no, like no, a technically like a jerk. <laughs> technically, if I'm standing near Tirza, it is possible for me to get thirty-one, but. Mm-hmm. I would have to roll a natural 20. Well, he did roll a natural 20. Oh, good for him. Butternut squash. Also has the alert feet, which really helps. Oh, okay. That does. I was going to say, that's still a plus 11. (laughs) It is a plus 11 to initiative. You are not wrong. That's alert. No, I can't remember if I used. Oh, God, it was so long. The Master of the Bards Guild will go first, and in doing so, he will do two things. First, he underhanded will pull his rapier out of its sheath and fling it into the air while it will begin to hover. He will fling it directly Uh, at Tirza. Then he will cast out with his other hand, and a burning crimson sword will appear in the air, also next to Tirza. And now there are uh, two swords. Cool. Okay. At what level? <laughs> I cast Counterspell. Um, okay, so I guess my question is, uh, it doesn't say... Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I can. So I don't know what... So it must just be, oh my god, that's not the right one. So it's third level generally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if he's casting uh, a spell of third level it. or lower, then that automatically cancels it. So basically right. it's higher than gonna... to make a save. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to cast it at fourth level. Okay. Uh, which uses up two charges. So you have the, the ruby rod of Asmodeus in your hand and you use it to cast <laughs> counterspell? Yeah, you, I mean, you know what? I got this cool stick, uh-huh. and it's the final boss. Yeah, might as well and it's costing me my soul. So you stick. know what? Fuck, when in Make Rome, it worth it. Yeah. <laughs> when in when Rome, Nick in Rome yeah. use the evil stick. <laughs> um. Okay, so I need to make a ability check using my spellcasting ability. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that is going to be a 17. Okay. So for Counterspell, you specifically, if you cast it at fourth level, um, mm-hmm. that means the DC is 10 plus 10 the spell's plus the level. level. Okay. And what did you roll? A 17. Which is exactly what you needed because this is seventh level spell called Morden Kanan's Sword, which you have just countered. (laughs) Thank you. So I'd like to thank not only Asmodeus, but also Cherish. (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately, the uh, dancing sword that he threw at you is just a piece of equipment, so it right. is going to still uh, slash at you. 
That's fair. I just hey, was uh, like, that's a spell. Counter it. <laughs> hey, hey, Atticus, why don't you use your crossbow? Uh, <laughs> crossbow oh, wait. He oh, only shit. uses that when he's hunting worthy opponents. Uh, uh, that is going to be a 19 to hit. Cheers, on. I don't have my shield out, so yeah, it'll hit. Okay. Whatever. So that is going to be five piercing yeah, damage. Yeah, hmm. So uh, five piercing okay. damage for you, Tirza. Uh, I'm, d- I'm down. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm kidding. That's, that was a joke. Impressive. <laughs> I, I used... <laughs> I use n- n- no hit dice. Do you have I t- any idea how livid I would be if that were the actual case? I would just I would let Tears of so Die mad. Like, oh, at that point. Uh, Carter no, will then point... back up, uh, moving oh, south shit. around the table to put the table and chairs between himself and Grawl and basically everybody else. Uh, yeah, he will then right. shout over and uh, say... There's no time. Just send her. <laughs> and that will bring us to Tirza. I, I'm going to continue my what I was planning on doing, which is just grabbing this dude and like wrestling him to the ground. Okay. Give me an athletics check. Mm-hmm. Versus his athletics check. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this one well. Well. Me, bro. That's a uh, twenty-four. Oh yeah, you get him into a half Nelson and just drag him away from this circle. Um, does it? It does it look like it's? Uh, and then yeah, if I could like fully drag him. Oh, is this thing gonna make an opportunity attack? I don't care. I'm gonna fully like drag him away, away from the circle. Okay, you can move half your movement speed when you're dragging somebody. So if you're moving uh, east, you can get about 15 feet away, uh, cool. dragging this Vidalcan caster. Uh, as you do... Oh. And the... actually, I'm going to move this this way. Okay, Sorry. so you're going to drag him north a little bit towards your companions. Mm-hmm. Uh, you yep. will see that in the northeast corner, there is a set of stairs leading up. Uh, you do not know where. Uh, you presume somewhere up into Stormhaven, but you really have no idea where you are. Nope. Uh, as you do, there is a flickering shudder from the spell circle, uh, and Lucrezia's form will definitely become a little bit more substantial, a little bit more real, and Phineas Finebrook will let out a snarl. <laughs> as he redoubles like, his efforts. Stop that. <laughs> uh, we'll shout to companions. That will bring us to Camion who is going to attempt to do just that. Uh, Pulling out their longbow, they are going to fire a couple of shots over at Phineas Finebrook. Dope. That... Oh, those aren't great rolls, but Camion doesn't care because Camion gets a plus... a shit ton to bow shots, plus 13. Uh, so that even the low rolls on 19, um, which is absolutely going to hit Phineas Finebrook because yeah, his AC sweet. is garbage. 
Um, I hope this is a concentration spell. <laughs> and that is a couple. Uh, the first bolt, or the first arrow that is fired, is sheathed in forceful energy as uh, the Realm Walker does a little bit of extra damage on a hit. Um, that will be, let's see, 1d8 plus 7, so that is 15, uh, 17, 21, 28 damage to Phineas Finebrook. Did not like that. Dope. Uh, Camion will move forward a couple of steps just to get a better line of sight on everything in the room, and that will bring us to Sid. Sweet. Um... Uh, question, if I use a bonus action to use the storm echo, can I, I, I can still use my regular action for whatever, right? Yeah, absolutely. Cool. I'm going to move one, two, three. How far are you from me, Mr. Finebrook? It's about 15 right. feet south as, uh, Sid moves westward over to the northwest yeah, corner of the room where there is yeah, a, a long table full of alchemical formula and bottles I, and beakers i stand shoulder uh, shoulder to shoulder with um uh judah and i give him a look and a nod and then i hold up the sword in front of me storm piercer and i say all right let's see what this thing can do and i swing the sword uh to the side and it extends uh, it breaks up into several pieces, um, and each piece of the sword is connected with a chain of lightning, and it turns into a whip. And I swing oh. out the whip, and I wrap Phineas Finebrook with it, and I pull him towards me. And you're oh casting a spell, sick. right? I am casting a spell. Mm -hmm. um, I fucking called that shit. God damn it. <laughs> uh, so now Phineas Finebrook has to make a strength saving throw of 16. Uh, Phineas Finebrook is going to cast Counterspell. Boo. Can I Counterspell a Counterspell? Yes, you, you can. Could. Mike, you you can do <laughs> that, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> what level are you um, casting your Counterspell at? I'm going to cast it at 4th level. Okay, going to need a roll Sorry. then. Yep. Because Phineas Finebrook only has certain level spell slots. Hmm. Yep. I'm imagining. Fifth level. Who knows? Nice. Somewhere uh, between one way and better. nine. Um, that is a dirty 20. Dirty 20 will counter his counter spell. Uh, so he still needs to make a strength saving throw. That is not good. That is a five. Cool. He is dragged ten feet towards me. Okay. He is dragged ten feet towards you. As and I believe he is within uh, five feet of me now. Uh, he is a little bit farther than that. He was dragged 10 feet towards you, so, uh, he is, uh, like, just outside your stabbing range. Oh, I meant the spell's range, because if he's, uh, drawn within five feet of me, he takes damage. But oh, if that's... No, no, he is not. Okay, that's fine. Um, I mean, that's, that is my turn. Okay. Yeah, uh, and the sword sort of retracts and, um, is now in sort of standard Stormpiercer. And Stormpiercer will say, Ha ha! Nothing is beyond our grasp! <laughs> also, I can grasp now! I know! <laughs> oh my god. That will bring us to Phineas Finebrook, who will sneer at you 
and let's see, he is going to look at you and say, I should have done this ages ago. And he is going to cast Psychic Crush on you, Sid. And I need you to make an intelligence saving throw. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, fine, Brooke. You're my Psychic Crush? Yes. You can have him. You can have him. He's not mine anymore, okay? Uh, Oh, boy. Intelligence. All right. He's, He's sort of a psychic flirt. Let's see here. He won't stop calling me. That's true. You won't take a hint. More of a stalker, really. Yeah, that's true. Uh, okay. Uh, how's an eight do, Mike? Uh, it's not great. Yeah. You feel every nerve in your brain suddenly light up like a like an ember's end firework. And pain shoots through your body as you take 49 psychic damage. Ooh! And you are uh, stunned for the next minute. Yeah. Oh, God. Ooh. That's real bad. Um, 49. I don't think... Is this something I can... I can't really dodge? dodge psychic damage. Yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, okay. Let's do... 49... All right. And then he will gesture with a hand, and suddenly, as his hand is drawn across his face, this rod, this long tube of some kind, begins to appear in the air, and he'll grip it as his hand comes to the end of it. And it's this long, kind of stout pole that's maybe two feet long that's covered in writhing writing that I think only one or two of you might recognize. Um, (laughs) I am Grawl. I recognize a Pringles can. Yeah, totally. (laughs) He'll grit his teeth and make his way back towards the circle and point the little rod at the center and begin chanting. And the circle suddenly flares to life, and Lucrezia lets out another scream from the center of it. That'll bring us to Cherish. Um, well, that's bad news. Uh-huh. Um, also, I don't think I should have been able to counterspell his counterspell, but since Sid took a bunch of psychic damage, I guess it all evens out. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, because you already used your reaction for the first reaction, counterspell. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't think about um, that. That's okay. You just used up more charges. Right. Yeah. Uh... You know what doesn't use a charge, though? Uh... <laughs> so, Cherish, what are you doing? Attacking with a quarterstaff doesn't use a charge. Um, actually, there are a couple of things that don't use charges. One of them being... Um... Uh... Lightning bolt? I'm a little bit worried about uh, load-bearing walls, but mm. not that worried. <laughs> not worried enough uh, to not do it. Yeah. Yeah, not worried enough to not do it. <laughs> Literally cast lightning through our companions. I think you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Finney Spinebrook is just in the perfect position, too. 
Mm-hmm. So I'm going to cast Lightning Bolt at him. Okay, and he's going to make a Dexterity saving throw? Yes. Uh, yes. That is a natural 20 on that. What? Making That's horse t- apples. 22. Alright, well then he takes half of 8d6. He would if he didn't have a ring of evasion. I hate this guy. Yeah, he's the worst. Well. Yeah. Grawl, you are on deck. Yep. Uh, Tirza is going to shout out, get him like away from the circle. Sid drools on himself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's that's normal. That's fine. He'll, he'll be okay. It's like, oh, nothing wrong there. All right. I just, we're not going to kill him in a round. Cherish, doing anything else? Moving? Stand where you are? Um, I might be able to. If you weren't drooling on yourself, we'd find mm-hmm. out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to move. Okay. Currently in the northeast corner of the room, kind of by the stairs. Talila is just to the west of you by another table that seems to be full of bones and ritualistic implements. That trash. She's right at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, although, actually... Oh, God, is she at home? <laughs> Who knows? Sorry, quick question. Um, so casting a spell using the rod... Does that count towards the if you cast a spell, then if you cast another spell, it has to be a cantrip? Correct. Yes. Okay. Because you're still casting the spell. Exactly. Okay. I just wanted to double check that that was accurate. So staying where you are? Moving? I'd like to cast... uh, I'd like to use a sorcery point or two, depending on how much it costs. Going to use quicken spell. Yes, uh, to cast firebolt at one of the skulls. Interesting. Okay. Which one? Because objects, objects that aren't worn or carried, catch fire. It's true. Uh, among the skulls, you see one that is an enormous, probably a demon. Uh, yeah. One that's a little bit smaller that is probably a devil. Right. One that is more animalistic that looks like it's some kind of dire animal of some kind. Mm-hmm. One that is clearly humanoid, though you don't know if it's strictly human or not. Mm-hmm. And one that uh, appears to be a uh, another humanoid species, but a more animalistic one that you don't recognize. Right. And from left to right, starting with the bottom left of the skulls as seen on the map, it is human, devil, demon, animalistic humanoid of some kind, and uh, dire animal. Um, I'm going to cast it at the humanoid skull. Okay. And... Um, Do I have to... I probably do I have to make a, an attack. No, just roll me damage. This skull's not okay. really trying to dodge. Okay, that's fair. But what if it did? Then you've got yeah. a lot of problems. Yeah, it's true. Just and we already had it to the pile, dog. <laughs> yeah. Fuck at this point, who cares? Where's the Tarask at? 
<laughs> yeah, where did that go? Yeah. Judah, Judah you're, you, you're, you guys were buds. Whistle for him. Yeah. 18. Funny. 18 damage? Yeah. Ignoring resistance as well, because when we level up, I took Elemental Adept. It's true, you did. Uh, the skull crumbles to ash very quickly, and Lucrezia lets out a scream of terrifying pain. You see the skin around her face beginning to split. And Phineas Feinbrook shouts, You idiot, we're losing her! Okay. Shut the fuck up, Feinbrook. Hey, you're drooling I, I think in my head, but then yeah. I drool more on myself. <laughs> you do a spit and bubble. Those... Cherish, are you... I continue to ask, are you moving? I am finally done. Okay. There are a lot of things that are possible for me to do. It's, it's true. Uh, <laughs> it takes but you're, a while. you're staying where you are. Yes. Okay, that will bring us to Grawl. Okay, so I looked it up, um, and I've uh, Hexblade's Curse is short or long rest. So That's you, good for me. Yeah. Yes. Okay, um, so I am going to, to do Hexblade's Curse. I need to be within 30 feet, uh, which I don't know if I'll be able to get there, because he is... How far? 70? Damn. Okay. Yeah, you are all the way across the room on the far eastern side hugging the wall. Right, so in that case, I am going to move a full... Let me actually let me make sure I get the distance right here. 30? 30? 30. Yeah, okay. Yes, so I'm going to move, move towards my the center of the feet. room next to Tirza, yes. who is currently yep. choking out of a Dalkin caster. I, I thought about this, actually, and to flavor it a little bit, I never... I had the chains, so I think they're wrapped around like, oh, fuck. his okay. upper... Yeah. Um, yeah, and then uh, I might as well, um, since I've got enough space here, but I don't have... I'm not quite close enough to cast um, a Hexblade's Curse. I am going to cast Mental Prison <laughs> on Phineas Finebrook. And what is this? Mental Prison. I haven't gotten a chance to use this yet. Uh, <laughs> Mental Prison. You attempt to bind a creature with illusory uh, within an, an illusory cell that only it perceives. One creature you can see within range of 60 feet. Mm-hmm. Uh, must make an intelligent saving throw. Mm. Which I'm sure he's good at, but it doesn't matter. He's taking damage regardless. Okay. So, he needs to make an intelligent saving throw. Mm-hmm. What is your spell save, DC? Uh, I believe it is 17. Son of a bitch. 11 plus 5 is 16. Get oh Fuck you, British nerd. Get oh, yes. fucking wrecked, you piece of shit. Uh, okay, he's oh, going to take... Finally. Hey, this is a concentration spell, and it's he's going to take 5d6 psychic damage. Or 5, 5d10 psychic damage, excuse me. Okay. Sid is very excited when he sees this, and he pees a little, because he can't stop himself. <laughs> like He literally has is incapable of stopping urine from flowing in. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so seven, seven, fourteen, eight plus ten is twenty-two. 
32. And... What was the spell called again? Six. Mental, Mental prison. prison. Mental Prison. That's in Tasha's, right? It's a new one? Uh, Xanathar's Guide. Oh, I was in Xanathar's. Yeah. It is my, um, like, uh, what is it? Mystic Arcanum or whatever. Mm-hmm. The yeah. one spell. And that was... He used his Mystic Arcanum to mind crush Sid. Hey, that's me. <laughs> eat it. Eat it, nerd. Uh, so my grand total, 32 plus 6, 38. 38 psychic damage. Yes. None. As you cast this towards him, you feel the incomparable mind of Phineas Finebrook resisting this psychic damage. He seems to be able to overcome damage dealt to him on the mental plane on a psychic level better than most folk so he's not taking the full what did you say 38 yeah yeah um so he's taking some of that uh but the other effects still happen yep and he is trapped within a mental prison uh which i'm going to make him think is the archive oh my (laughs) okay (laughs) <laughs> a perfect prison. Eat shit and die, bitch. <laughs> the perfect prison. Now, if we attack him, does that bring him out of the spell? Uh, the spell okay. If the, if the target is moved out of the illusion, makes a melee attack through it, or reaches any part of its body through it, the target takes 10d10 psychic damage, and the spell ends. Okay. So, yeah, he just, until the spell ends, he believes he is in this prison. <laughs> Oh, in his mind, Phineas Finebrook is wandering the halls of the archive and his eyes full of wonder and delight. But then he picks up the first book and looks at it and opens it and it's empty. He looks at it and closes it and throws it down, grabs the second book off the shelf. And you see him just standing there, just grabbing nothing out of the air, looking at it as though it were a book and throwing it aside. And he's shouting and screaming and you see blood beginning to run down his nostrils and ears feels good that uh will bring us to to lila unless you had anything else up your sleeve girl uh no um i am not close enough to use my Hexblade's bonus action. action okay yeah uh Talila so is does, does anything what? happen with the circle does that seem to disrupt it? Oh, yeah. I mean, he has dropped that rod, whatever it was, uh, to the ground. It clatters to the floor and uh, lets out a dull thunk. It falls with a weight that seems way more than it probably should have. It doesn't rattle when it hits. It just goes thump, like a straight weight. Hmm. The The circle flickers and uh, looks like it might be close to dying. We shall see what happens. As it gets to Talila's turn, she'll pull out her obsidian skull, plant it on the ground, and begin casting a spell that takes a full round to cast. Uh, that will bring us to Judah, who is right next to the stricken Sid. Oh, what does he do? Um, he wants to help you, Sid, but he has very little in the way of an ability to do that. Judah is not a cleric. He is not, and he's not even the right monk subclass to help you out either. Um, (laughs) 
he shoots. He's lasers. very good at emotional support, though. I mean, he really mm-hmm. is. Even That's if true. he didn't, if Way of Mercy had existed when I had built Judas on Palm, he might have been a Way of the Mercy monk. But Laser Minotaur was just too attractive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even he knew that. And yeah. Even he knew that. It's true. Uh, what he does have, though, is the healer feat, and he is going to bend down next to you and use a uh, a, a healer's kit to try to restore some of your hit points. Um, and what is the maximum number of hit dice you have? Twelve? Uh, yes. Okay. So you regain 22 hit points. Oh, sweet. Yeah. That is very nice. Oh, Judah. Uh, and that's all he can really do this turn. That will bring... I'm imagining healing psychic damage is just him, like, waving smelling salts under your nose, Sid. (laughs) Yeah, he can't quite knock you out, but he's gonna, like, wipe some of the blood off of your face and try to, like, prop you up against the table and uh, heal you a little bit. Yeah. The Vidalcan, who is in the grip of Tirza, is going to use a bonus action to disappear from your grip and reappear at the edge of the spell circle. Misty Step's a hell of a spell. Misty Step is a hell of a spell. Uh, I'm just going to kill him, so that sucks. They will then pick up where Phineas Finebrook left off and the spell resumes. Um... That will bring us to the top of the round with Atticus Carter, who doesn't have time for any of this. He gives up his life of crime. He joins our side, becoming the ninth threadless. Who saw that coming? Ah, the crowd goes wild. (laughs) I need... Everyone, he is going to be casting a spell. I don't know if that means more counter spells. It's still the same round, so I got nothing. Or no, it's no, a new it's the round. Top of the round. No, but it hasn't gotten back to you yet. That's true. So, uh, and he is going to force everyone to make a wisdom saving throw as he casts mass suggestion. Oh, oh boy, Grawl, you have a plus two. Okay. On top of whatever you. Um, do I get any minuses because I'm stunned? I don't know if that's how that works. Um, I do not know. I don't think so. Stunned is it. just strength and deck. Yeah. Okay. I just want to make sure. I was just looking at it, but I could just look at it right now with D Beyond. Stunned uh, creature is incapacitated. An incapacitated creature can't take actions or reactions. The creature automatically fails strength and dex saves, and attack rolls against the creature have advantage. Great. Okay. Yeah. Wisdom it is. Um, I'll start right off the bat saying okay. that I got a nat 20 on that. Nice. Oh, nice. Well, that's good. So that nat 20, that would also make plus two and my saving throw. That would make it a 28. Dope. Total. What? Oh, uh, six twenty-five. Oh, nice. Sixteen for Sid. Okay. I got a four. Four. Oh. Oof. Oh no. 
Tirza, what did you get? 25? 25. 25. So, Grawl and Tirza, you resist this effect, but as the layered magics of Atticus Carter's voice ripple out through the air in this bright, rich timbre, he says, You should all go upstairs right now. That's the best way to stop all of this. And everyone except for Grawl and Tirza thinks that's exactly what they need to do. I can't move, so I stay that's right true. there. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> Thanks, Sid. <laughs> he's, like, he's, like, he's like, someone take me upstairs. Well, that sounds pretty reasonable, but you know. I'm stuck. <laughs> Is it not the droids you're looking for? So, yes. Everyone who was affected by that spell now thinks that the best way to stop what's going on here is to be going upstairs. And unfortunately, all of your NPC allies rolled, well, a 6, a 7, and an 8, respectively. Um, Great job, guys. Yeah, not not, not great. Uh, Even Talila, who rolled the 8 there and has a plus 6 to wisdom, that does not make it. Um... So, unfortunately, most of them seem like that is going to be the best course of action. Uh, Phineas Finebrook will rush across the room. 5, 10, 15, wait, 20. Wait, oh, okay. You well, not Phineas, Phineas Finebrook, Finebrook, but no, Atticus like, Carter. Wait. Uh, he will reach the edge of the spell circle, and then as a bonus action, uh, the sword will float over towards you, Grawl, and attempt to stab you. And that is going to be an 18 to hit. That does hit. Okay. And that is going to be 10 piercing damage. Okay. As the dancing sword strikes at thee. That will bring us to Tirza. Who thinks going upstairs is a silly idea, and why would you have it? I am going to... Oh, boy. Um, is it obvious that Grawl is also not affected? Does everyone else, like, kind of start towards the door, like, immediately? I mean, you and I had that sweet high-five moment where we both saved and made the saving throw. We were making eye contact while the save happened. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, never mind. It doesn't matter, because what Tirza is going to do is, uh, run up to this... Uh, humanoid but sort of animalistic looking skull and I'm just going to curb stomp this thing uh, okay, so if I could. Moving over to the spell circle. Oh, actually, you know what? Mm-hmm. Why curb stomp when I can just pull out my sword and smash it? Okay. Uh, so 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, yep. And then just smash it with your sword? Uh, yeah. I'd like to... Yeah, draw a sword and just kick Yeah, absolutely. Thing. Give me a damage roll. Okay. Actually, do roll me an attack roll real quick. That's important for this sword, I forgot. Why do I have all of these napkins on my rolling space? That's, That's a, a bad idea. Very good question. I do not know. That is a 16 plus 6 is 22. Just making sure to see if you didn't crit. This sword does something on a crit. It's never come up. Um, uh, what? <laughs> it's never come up. Oh, um, come on, man! <laughs> and um, good. you, uh, yeah, roll me some damage. 
Okay. That is, oh, whoops. Um, that is, let's see, six slashing plus, I have automatic divine smite, so. Glad you had your dice ready to go. We've only been playing was... for three and a half hours. It's fine. Um, plus seven uh, radiant. Okay, the skull is smashed, uh, and Lucrezia lets out another violent scream. Uh, you see these weird, pokey bits of something beneath her skin that you didn't notice until you got closer, beginning to recede. Um, and I. Th- think I can do just do this um, because I have two attacks I am going to but I don't think I can move on it move between attacks is that correct you can you absolutely can if you hadn't used most of your movement let's see 5 10 20 25 30 to get you where okay you are. so just kidding instead I'm gonna use my throne weapons master feet and I'm just gonna throw this sword uh Oh, that happened to me too. Hmm. Lightning and the thunder. Um, that happened to everyone. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's upsetting. Yeah, we all had a bit of a Boogie. power flicker there. Um, I'm going to yeah. throw <laughs> the sword at this uh, dire animal skull. Okay, just south of you. Break Absolutely. This one too. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, roll me damage. <sighs> Is ooh, that is only six slashing, and I don't get divine smite. I don't think. Okay, uh, the skull is destroyed. Uh, Lucrezia lets out another scream. Uh, the blue skin Fidalcon is like beginning to bleed from the eyes and the nose. That will bring us to Camion, who thinks it's a great idea to run upstairs. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, and they will continue to run all the way upstairs into a warehouse encounter that you sort of skipped before, but that is where Camion is now. That will bring us to Sid, who is stunned. You can repeat your saving throw, though. Oh, that's nice. Um, Let's see here. Okay. It's a wisdom saving throw? Intelligence. Uh, yes. <laughs> My greatest strength. Mm-hmm. My secret greatest strength that I... Nope. Okay. Man, this is, this feels very reminiscent of the, the last fight we did where I was just kind of stunned the whole time. Uh, yeah. You are stunning. Okay. It's true. Thanks. Uh, Finebrook is stuck in mental prison. Can Finebrook repeat the saving throw? Uh, I don't have anything here that, that no, says... No, it doesn't look like it on a, on a six. Yeah. Failed save target takes 5d10 like damage. Did that immediately in a prison. Uh, yeah. Wow. Okay. Finebrook is just incapacitated and restrained in the prison. Uh, yup. That'll bring us to Cherish, who thinks it's a great idea to go upstairs. I'm so happy with that spell. Yeah, that's, that's good stuff. Shut down Finebrook. That's very, very good. <laughs> I for, I didn't realize I was muted. Um, so 
it when I go upstairs, like that's the suggestion, the right? Suggestion so the suggestion that yeah. you gave that was given to you was that the best way to stop all of this is to go upstairs. Do I get to repeat the saving throw, or does the spell, does it end when I do the thing, or? Um, it ends when you complete the activity. Right. Oh, okay. Um, so presumably well, going upstairs. Yeah. You know how to get up, you know how to go places really fast? I don't. I wish you'd tell me. Is to fly there. I see. <laughs> I was just, when that happened, I was like, well, it looks like Cherish is casting fly on herself to go upstairs real quick. <laughs> Shit. Um, so that is a third level spell. Uh, don't have any third level spells. That's unfortunate. You can cast it at a higher level, though. It's true. Um, who's next? Who's after me? me? That would be Grawl. Oh, uh, I'll be. I'll cast it on. <laughs> I'll cast it at fourth level, uh, and I'll be like, "Talila, <laughs> we gotta get upstairs really fast." And you cast it. Uh, well, you would be able to do that if it wasn't for the fact that you needed to touch somebody to cast fly on them. Oh. oh, well, then I'll just use my sorcery points to get another third level I mean, you can slot. still cast it at fourth level and only target yourself. Yeah, but that seems like a waste. It, that's You're not wrong. Don't even have enough points to get another third level spell slot. Ugh, fine. Up to you. You could always just run upstairs. No, it's funnier if I do it if okay. I fly. <laughs> I fly upstairs. Okay, you cast fly on yourself. Your movement speed is now 60. That means you can yeah. move... 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 40, 40, 50. You can basically catch up with Camion, and you are now upstairs. Okay. If you uh, zoom out on the map, you'll see where you are. Okay. I get out there with Camion, and we're both like, shit. <laughs> this doesn't seem like the best way to solve anything. Damn it. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Uh, that'll bring us to Grawl. Okay. So I know the hovering sword I'm... just in front of you. The spell circle to the lower end of the room is being completely fucked with by Tirza, and cool. Finebrook is completely at uh, somebody's mercy. Right. So I know that Finebrook is just like dealt with for the time being. So I'm wondering if it's smarter to go after the actual threats and deal with Finebrook later. Or or not. What would Grawl do? Follow your heart. Yeah. Uh, my problem is... I hate when the thing the, that makes most sense is not the smartest thing to do. Well, my, my problem is, is he's out of my... He's out of range. You know what solves that problem pretty nicely? I know. Movement. What's up, nerd? Okay, I'm gonna move over. So you move over towards Finebrook. Yeah, that was. Make sure that's right. Okay. God damn it, I'm not. Okay. Um. And how far away is he from them? Too far. Okay. Well, friend, 
I can't do anything besides casting a spell that I don't want to cast. Uh, so I'm going to cast a... Uh, uh, at this range, I'm just going to cast... Um, or can I think of it? Eldritch Blast. Just point blank school. Eldritch Blast from yeah. 10 feet away? Yeah, just like while he's like going up to look at a book or whatever, mm-hmm. just like a, like a palm just outstretched between his hands. Okay. Uh, uh, you can see that good. rod that he me. dropped now is like etched with a, a strange cone-shaped creature embossed on the outside with writhing limbs uh, etched mm-hmm. along its side. It's clearly some kind of powerful tool of spellcasting. So I'm getting some sort of... Am I getting a Oh, there are some response? serious hunger pangs coming from that. Oh, well, fuck. If, fuck. if Cherish if, won't let you eat eat her rod, then this one will do. Why you gotta say it like that? <laughs> Finebrook's rod. <laughs> eat Finebrook's rod. His short tube of evil. It's so like bad. It crush indeed. <laughs> uh, so is that is that close enough to make a melee uh, attack on? If it's like, say it was between Finebrook and yeah, I, I don't know there. where it is. Okay, cool. Well, in that case, uh, Finebrook's dealt with then. For the time being, I'd rather eat, have Mott eat the tube. <laughs> Mott's eating the tube. Okay, you bring the greatsword down onto the rod with a thunderous mm-hmm. crash. Feinberg's spell save DC isn't thirteen, is it? I forgot to ask. It's definitely higher than. Oh yeah, point. uh, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Double check. Just double check. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's actually well, going to get a little bit lower right now, though, as oh, you destroy. Well, his rod of the Pact Keeper. His plus two rod of the Pact Keeper. Get fucked, nerd. So, when you destroy this item, you now get a plus two bonus to attack rolls and uh, the saving throws against your spell save DC. So this effectively adds the abilities of the a plus two rod of the Pact Keeper to your sword. Jesus Christ. So I'm getting... A plus two to attack Just, uh, game. I don't have. If, if you're using D and D Beyond, look up Rod of the Pact Keeper, um, and you will see all the fancy things it can do. Perfect thing to get at the end of the campaign. Mm-hmm. Just spell attack rolls and saving throws. Uh, you have a second attack if you want it. Um. Yeah, might as well. Uh, so what I'm going to do uh, to use pier- the the piercing option of uh, mm-hmm. that piercing shot function, do I need to because it penetrates in a line? Do I have to make contact with something in my range, or can I use it a la like a 15 foot line and hit? It is a, a 15 foot line in front of you that you can Perfect. hit anything within that line. Yes, so I don't even have to make an attack roll for that. Are you um, doing it against what? Finebrook. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just checking. Yeah. Um, yeah. And um, I was like, um... Uh, nothing Tirza? else is within my, in that range besides Tirza, and it's not lightning damage. If it was lightning damage, then maybe Tirza for a little bit of payback. But I mean, no. there's two remaining skulls that are both in your range. <laughs> Yeah, it turns out the guy who is trapped in a mind prison doesn't roll great on dexterity saving throws. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Weird. Uh, yeah, that's a, that's, a, yes. that's a whopping nine. 
great question. So this is the thing that I want to know. Because it auto-succeeds, I picked up Great Weapon Master. Mm-hmm. This is not the a minus attack roll. Okay. It's not an attack roll. It's just no. that it's just, okay. I just wanted to see if I could game that a little bit. Nope. I, I appreciate your, your, your <laughs> effort there, but no. Okay. Okay. Well, in that case, um, this attack is going to be. That would be a super busted. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I looked at it. And I was like, Ooh, maybe. Oh, that's not great. Uh, four plus 12. Um, that is going to be 16 damage. Okay. Uh, he looks real jacked up uh, as you massive line of force just collides on top of him. He staggers down to one knee and it's like, ah! What is happening? Payback. Uh, <laughs> Talila will think it is the best idea to go upstairs. Her little gnome legs can kind of carry her halfway up the stairs. Judah is uh, going to pat you gently on the heads and go, Don't worry, I have a way to stop this. I just need to get upstairs. Um, (laughs) And with his tremendous monk speed, uh, (laughs) 50 feet and around, uh, plus he's going to spend a key point to use Step of the Wind to get all the way upstairs. (laughs) He'll, like, bump in behind uh, Camion and Cherish and go, wait a minute. Uh, yeah, I know, right? Son of a <laughs> bitch! Camion will go, that's what I said. <laughs> that will bring us to the bottom, to the Vidalcan, uh, who is saying to Atticus Carter, we're going to lose her. Find another way. I'll hold them back. And he will release the spell and stride into the circle and cast Wall of Ice. And suddenly an enormous, ten-foot-tall, thick wall of ice will appear, rising up out of the ground and dragging itself in a long line just in front of you, Tirza, blocking Lucrezia from your line of sight. There's a little bit there, and a little bit there. And it completely obscures everything that's going on in the bottom corner of the room. So all three of them are blocked off from Atticus Carter and... Yes. That will bring us to Atticus Carter, who will do something as you lose line of sight on all of these people. And that will bring us to Tirza. There's a broad, thick sheet of ice just in front of you. Okay. Um, This is not what I wanted to... This is just annoying at this point. Um, oh, question. Will my gauntlet of returning return the sword to me? Hmm. You want to try? I do want to try. Okay. Roll me sword damage real quick. 
that is eight slashing. You hear a gurgled voice from the other side of the wall go, uh, and then it crashes through the wall of ice, erupting through this panel. Um, It's only broken a small section of it, but it's clearly not as thick as you might think. Cool. Um, Then I'm going to attack that wall um, in the same same kind of spot. Uh, Actually, I'm going to... Yeah, no, I'm just going to attack it. Okay. Um, Do I have to make it? I have to make attack rolls, I assume? Uh, Against the wall, yes. The first one is a uh, 17. Absolutely. That'll hit. And the second one is a... Uh, Roll me damage what? first on the first uh, okay. attack. Okay. Uh, oh, that's a good uh, point, because I also... That's eight slashing, and I'm going to use a second level um, divine smite, please. Hell yeah. Smite that wall. Um, that is, uh, uh, oh god, math is really hard. Uh, 16 (laughs) plus 6 is 22. Uh, on top of the damage already dealt with the returning sword, this panel of the ice wall is shattered away from you. Uh, revealing a figure standing uh, just on the other side. It is the Biomancer who's standing there having just cast this wall. There is also a rip in reality where Lucrezia used to be, and there is no sign of Atticus Carter or Lucrezia. But that hole is still open, at least for now. Uh, All right. Uh, didn't hold me off for long, and I'm going to, if I can, just, like, shove my way through and attack this blue boy. You want to attack the blue boy? That's the only thing here, right? Right. The only other thing you see is a hole that's opened up in the center of the circle that looks very similar to Cherish's teleportation circle spell. That you know is a hole in reality that doesn't stay open for very long. Oh, God. Uh, no, I have I have the chains. I can follow her wherever I... Goddamn, please. Okay. I'm gonna stab this dude in the face. Okay. So you burst through this wall of ice, Kool-Aid man style, and then just come mm-hmm. in for an attack. Um, that is a... Ooh, that's not very good. A 13? Uh, 13 does not hit. As you strike at this thing, you tear away at his robes, and you can see the inside of his chest is actually looks like a bright red carapace as you slash at his uh, clothing, revealing some kind of strange crustacean-like armor that is whelmed up over this person's skin. Brings you there. Uh, that will bring us to Camion, who's going to go, son of a bitch, and rush downstairs. Uh, that will bring us to Sid. 
it's another eight. So <laughs> I, shit, oh my God. I shit a little bit now. Uh, it's piss and shit. Oh, dear. Uh, You're a sight, my friend. Half, half elf hero of Stormhaven. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Finebrook is still tell. stuck. So helpful. That will mm-hmm. bring us to Cherish. Ah, fuck. Uh, what, where does 60 feet get me? 60 feet gets you about where Camion is. Okay. Um, and I can't see anything that's going on over... Uh... Uh, you see that there's a massive hole in an ice wall that's suddenly down here. And just beyond that hole, you see Tirza stabbing the shit out of a Vidalcan Biomancer. You also see a hole in the air that is very reminiscent to your teleportation circle spell. I'm gonna, yeah, get in there, okay. into the the area of where Tears is. So beyond the ice wall, next to the biomancer. Yes. Okay. And that's my whole movement. And so plus a dash. Plus a dash, yeah. So that's going to be me. Okay, that will bring us to Grawl. Okay. Um. Hmm. I I don't know any of this information that's happened on the other side of the wall. Uh, so. You can kind of make out what's happening there. You see Tirza has busted through the wall. Uh, from mm. your angle, you can't quite see the, uh, the, the circle on the ground that's been torn open. Okay. But you have lost track of Atticus Carter. Okay. I don't... Um... They're not going to leave without me. Or Sid. Maybe Sid. Um, Yeah, I'm going to keep wailing away at uh, the the waste of a a human that is uh, Phineas Feinbrook. Okay. So you want to just stride up and stab him? Yeah. Yeah, this this bitch is finally going to get to the archive. You you close the distance and what do you do? Um yeah, now it's time to make some sweet attacks with my greatsword. You have advantage on these attack rolls as he is restrained. Perfect. Um in that case I am going to use my great weapon master. Okay. So you have a minus five to the attack, but a plus ten to damage. Mm-hmm. Good thing I had advantage. That's a nat 20. (laughs) This bitch is dead. Kill him here. 2d6 is 12. Plus Mm -hmm. 10 is 22. Plus, Mm -hmm. what is your damage modifier? Uh, So I get an additional 14 because I get 5 for charisma, 5 for my life drinker uh, Eldritch Invocation, plus 2 from my superior packed weapon. Okay. Is that right? Or is that no five ten? That would sorry plus twelve. Okay. So it would be it would be sixteen if you were cursed. Right. So twelve plus the ten from Great Repon Master mm-hmm. is twenty two. Twenty two. Mm-hmm. Plus another twelve is thirty four, mm-hmm. and that's our baseline. Please roll me now, damage. <laughs> now the real question is. How hurt does he look? Does he look like he can take that much? Or do I need to drop an Eldritch Smite on this motherfucker? I think that's entirely up to you. Like I said, he looks jacked up right now. Yeah, I don't think he deserves one of my Eldritch Smites. 
So this bitch can die here and now because I have another attack after this. <laughs> Please roll me damage. Okay, so... That's 10. Plus 22 is 32. Plus mm -hmm. 34 is 66. Mm -hmm. The number of the beast. <laughs> Your ass is mine, Finebrook. How does Phineas Finebrook die? Oh, Mike, you don't know how long I've waited to hear you say that. Is this, is, is this what marriage, like... Proposing to someone feels like because I think this is it. Okay. Um, this shit's brutal because he doesn't even know see any of it coming. I want him like down on his knees after the attack previous, mm -hmm. and this one I want to level my sword and bring his chin up while he's looking at absolutely nothing, what he perceives to be the archive, and then like a baseball bat like a baseball bat I want to swing and take that head clean off and there is a thrum from the great sword and a low susurrating voice echoes through this chamber that says yes and somewhere a third lock comes undone And Phineas Finebrook's head goes tumbling off of his body. A somewhat forlorn, shocked look on his face. What else are you going to do with your turn, Grawl? You've used five feet of movement and a single attack. Um. So, is it an action? It doesn't... Yeah, doesn't say anything about using an action. Uh, I would like to then raise him as one of my specters. As a terrifying, <laughs> bloody visage <laughs> of Phineas Feinbrook is dragged up from the body. There is a terrible moaning as a specter is lurched into reality. Perfect. Perfect. I win. God damn it. <laughs> I won the campaign. Thanks, guys. Thanks for playing, everyone. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Okay. Uh, then where is this hole? Uh, in the ice? Uh, just south of you. Like, ten just feet south? away. Okay. As you come through, you see that there is a, a rent in reality, much like Cherish's uh, teleportation circle spell. That's 20. Okay, well, shit, dog. There's the other 10. What's up, idiot? Attack two! So, skirting the hole in reality, you attack mm -hmm. the Biomancer? Y yes, um, You are flanking with flanking? all of your friends. Great, cool. I'd like to use Great Weapon Master again. Please do. Now that I have advantage. Okay. Um, eight. 19. 19. Uh, yeah, that's absolutely a hit. Perfect. Okay. Uh, by the way, uh, I forgot to mention, uh, as Phineas Feinberg died, Sid, you feel the effects of the spell wearing off, because he did. 
gotcha. you are a little gross in the pants area. I mean, yeah. I'll no. press to digitate you in a minute. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. But you are no longer uh, curbibbledy in the mind. Yeah. Um, okay, so that is 9 plus 12. That is going to be 21 damage. 21 damage. Plus uh, the 10. Plus the 10. So 31. 31 damage. Ooh, doggy. Okay. This... Finally got to a good level. Yeah, this, this is looking hurt. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, that is going to bring us to Camion. Lila's turn. Um, oh, no. Yeah, that's Talila, not Camion. Um, Talila still has to go upstairs. Talila will do that. Her little gnome legs. Oh, what? Uh, start back downstairs. Uh, Judah. Uh, fasty monkey speed will get all the way over here. Uh, but that's his whole turn. Biomancer. Ooh, it's looking in a bad way. Um, Just give up, dude. Is going to uh, missy step into the hole. That's cheating. That will bring us back to the top. Uh, uh, I was just oh, gonna, I need to... gonna say, Tirza will uh, right around when Judah is coming down the stairs. Tirza will start shouting for everyone to like to me. Okay. Uh, the hole you see is beginning to flicker and fade. Mm-hmm. Um, and Mike, I don't know if we can add to the initiative tracker but the specter has uh a uh, a nine good to know uh we're back to tears tears are you doing anything uh, actually i still shouting i am going to let's see i'm going to kind of exit out of here and get more like central um, and I have the chains in one hand and the sword in the other, uh, and I'm going to be like, okay, let's do that again. Okay. That sound, doesn't sound impressive. Tirza is going to stand in the center of the room and be like, to me. Uh, in will try to get as close as possible. Actually, moving up to here. Uh, and then they will cast haste on Sid. Nice. And that is their second, third level spell. Um, that is Camion's turn. That brings us to Sid. I move up to Tirza. Okay. Uh, you can see just beyond the flickering hole, uh, the ice wall uh, disappears. Um, yeah. Or melts suddenly. And yeah, that hole in reality is beginning to flicker and fade. It's not going to last much longer. Finebrook is dead. That brings us to Cherish. Can, can we go through the hole, though? No, yeah, okay. go do it. I'm coming. <laughs> Cannibal. Cherish, what are you doing? Uh, okay, yeah, I mean, Crawl, are you coming through the hole with me? I'm, I'm right here. All right, let's jump through the hole. Cherish is through the hole. Yeah. Okay. I ordered, I ordered my Spectre to do a similar. Okay. Thing. Crawl, you're right after. Going yep. in. Yep. Go. Crawl through the hole. 
That brings us to Talila, who will get to the bottom of the stairs. What are we doing? Uh, I'm going to say to Judah, Judah, grab her. Uh, Judah will rush over, grab her, and then start dragging her over this way, back towards the center of the room. Uh, the specter following orders will slowly drift towards the hole and then disappear. Um, that will bring us to Tirza again, who is just in the center of the room waiting. Uh, yeah, I'm going to like step forward so that I can just touch Judah. Mm hmm. Um, and, and I'm going to, I'm going to ready an action for as soon as everyone is touching me, I would like to follow the chains, chains again. Okay. Oh, the sword, the flying sword has clattered to the ground, by the way. Um, okay. Uh, so standing there, so you're kind of bracing everyone. Camion will rush to kind of bridge the gap. And then you, you're. I'm touching everybody. Yeah. Booyah! Let's do this. Okay. I'm gonna be pissed if Feinbrook has a ring of mind shielding. And suddenly, you all, in different ways, are moving. Um, some of you are dipping through the uh, teleportation circle. Some of you, by other means, uh, that you're only now beginning to understand, Tirza, you are dragged through realities. Oh, yep. I figured. <clears throat> and Tirza, Sid, Camion, Judah, and uh, Talila go elsewhere. Grawl, Cherish, and the Spectre come out in the midst of a circle. A circle you've been to before. A circle on the top of a plateau. Just in front of you, you see a woman laid out on the ground, her body suspended just above the stone circle, or the stone of the circle, seemingly floating in the air, supine, her eyes closed, her hands clutching at a helix staff that seems to suspend her in the air. Atticus Carter and Lucrezia have spilled out onto the circle next to her. The... Biomancer, just in front of them, uh, coming out directly behind, as you're spilling out behind them as well. The Blood Spectre just behind you. The Old Mage lays there, seemingly unconscious, as Atticus Carter, Lucrezia, and this Biomancer go spilling towards her. That will bring us to... The initiative tracker, which has completely reset itself. So, we, as Tirza and Sid and Cherish and Judah and Camion, find themselves somewhere else. It is dark 
and hot and full of twisted dragon shapes. There is the sound of battle happening somewhere in the vast distance. A shifting, a low movement suddenly catches all of your eye, and light pours in from somewhere above in the silhouette of some titanic creature that is slowly unfolding itself. Five heads uncoiling. Oh, hey! But in the meanwhile, Cherish, we are over to you. Yeah. You see that Atticus Carter has shoved Lucrezia towards the old mage. And she is kind of like coming up a little disoriented, her hands shaking, but she is clutching at chains that even now are starting to come alive on her body. So, Globe of Invulnerability is labeled as self 10-foot radius. Correct. So you can target yourself. Yeah. Um, okay, well, uh, I'm going to cast Lightning Bolt uh, at Lucrezia. Okay. Uh, Atticus Carter right in the way. Yeah. Okay. So they both need to make dexterity saving throws. Yeah. Lucrezia the Damned rolls... Oh, that Dex Paladin. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Rolls that Dex Paladin bullshit. Uh, That's a 25. Uh, Atticus Carter, not so much, uh, but still pretty good with an 18. Okay, those both make it. Um, I would like to make this a bonus action. Okay. Using sorcery points? Yes, sorry. Using quicken spell. Yeah. Okay. 30, so 15 lightning damage. 15 lightning damage? Yeah. Okay. And then I would like to move next to Lucrezia uh, and hit her with the rod. Okay, just wallop her with the rod? Yes, because it we uh, can be wielded as a magic mace. Mm-hmm. Uh, that grants a plus three bonus to attack. So what is... Do I use my spell casting ability for that attack roll? I think you'd use strength, wouldn't you? I mean, right, but like is it what is a is a magic mace anything in I mean, a mace that is a magic weapon. It is weapon. a mace that is a magic okay. weapon, yeah. Okay, okay. I mean, you have a plus 3 to the attack bonus, so that's nice. This is yeah, like Especially considering that 
<laughs> but yes, I'm this would be a, a strength-based attack. And are you proficient with martial weapons? No, but I'm prof- but I'm attuned to this item. That's true. Okay, I'll give you a proficiency bonus then. So proficiency okay. bonus plus your strength modifier plus three. Okay. A plus seven normally, but it's plus six because my strength modifier is negative one. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's almost a natural. Um, that is a nineteen though. So um, that is twenty-five. 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 I'll hit. <laughs> It'd be terrible if it didn't. Um. Oh, one d six. Mm-hmm. And uh, that is four damage. Four force damage. Very good. That's not quite as nice, cool as I wanted it. Oh, wait. Plus three D10. <laughs> That's, yep. Do that. I was like, oh, that's, that doesn't seem quite as uh, cool. I'm just imagining Ruby being like, Oh wait, I have something for this. <laughs> hang, hang on. Hang oh, on. you it's wanted somewhere to in my hit page. them. I see. I gotcha. I gotcha. I'm I forgot. <laughs> I got it. Uh, Twenty. Now. So it's it's four bludgeoning damage mm-hmm. and twenty six force damage. That's pretty good. That's yeah. pretty good. The lightest of taps. The lightest of taps. Okay. That will... <laughs> I just sort of, like, bonker, and then it's, like, the anime, like, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that will bring us to Grawl. Okay, they are all in a nice line here, which I like. Mm-hmm. I can't move my guy. I can't move Grawl. Grawl's stuck! No! It's true. Try now. Okay, I moved the three inches forward so I can get into attack range. Um, yeah, because they're all in a line, I am going to use that piercing uh, thing on the thing again. Okay. Uh, Atticus Carter probably gets it with a dirty 20. The Biomancer, not so much with a 9. And got a... Lucrezia with a 31 probably gets it. Paladin, man. I know. Her deck's real good. Her deck's real I know. Good. Also, she really ain't Damn. human anymore. Yeah, that's not Lucrezia anymore. Okay, well. Hmm. Okay. Damn it. Uh, so you hit the Biomancer, for sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're going to all be taking damage. They just, uh, the ones that save are going to take half. Okay. So, so it's 2d6 plus my bullshit. Uh, 6 plus 12. So 18. 18 for, ooh, doesn't like that. Um, that will be nine for Lucrezia and nine for Atticus Carter. As Atticus Carter lets out a shout, 
taking nine damage. Well, he would be taking nine. If he didn't take five and cherish, you take five piercing damage. What? It's a double! <gasps> it's a twin. Th just twin things. Just twin things. Ugh. Do it. Interesting. Uh, How am I gonna kill him then? Yeah. Well, I, I. Go <laughs> you gotta. Kill I can him. do it. Wait we on. gotta switch places. Yeah. <laughs> you deal with Lucrezia. <laughs> I'll deal with Carter. Grawl, what is your specter okay. doing? Uh, well, so I still have another attack. Oh, that's true. You do. Yeah. So I am going to <laughs> carry cherish. I'm gonna do it again. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, dog. Okay. Um, you could change so the line. He's so not that... in the line. <laughs> I can't do that. He's Atticus in the middle. Carter the probably gets it with a nineteen. Uh, uh, my spell save DC is uh, now it now is 19, nineteen. So, so yeah, that, that matches. Damn it. Uh, the biomancer definitely does not get that, and the crazia. I'm guessing a, an eighteen. Actually, we just established eighteen does not do it. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Um, and that is going to be 16. 16. So, mm -hmm. uh, Cherish, you are taking four piercing damage. And that's the end of my piercing shots. But hopefully they were effective. They definitely Enough. were. I'm I'm th I'm chalking this all up as a win. I won my 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 story. I finished my side quest. Uh, what is your Spectre doing? Uh, Spectre's gonna roll up, and I want to see if uh it can tag team uh this biomancer. Sure. I'm wanting that to be dealt with. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, and they can make a special attack, um, which equals. Lovely plus five. Okay. Are you having them do their life drain attack? Yeah. Okay. So this is a plus four to hit. Yep. Uh, that is a 16. 16 is exactly what you need. Perfect. Cool. So this is going to be 3d6 necrotic damage, and they have to make a constitution saving throw. Oh, they're mm -hmm. not good at those. Uh, they're really not good at those. Um, that's a 10. That's not going to do it. Uh, DC 10. Oh, it is DC 10. Thank yeah. God, because life drain sucks. Yep. Okay, that... so 3d6, that's 5, and a 6. So 11. 11. Okay. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh uh, this guy is died, looking died. really messed up. Um, so they will cast. Hmm. Polymorph on you. I need you to give me a wisdom saving throw. Um, that is a 16. 16. What is their spell save DC? Uh, 17. You. I, did I fail a saving? I can use saving face. 
You can. I fail to save. And you have two allies. Yes, I do. Pushes you over. You are not a crab. Well, do I have three allies at least? Because Spectre, Cherish, and uh, Old Mage is unconscious. Old Mage. Old Mage is unconscious. unconscious. Her body would know. A helpful participant. She would know. She She knows all. Anyways, doesn't matter. It would be embarrassing anyway. Take that crab boy. Uh, Sid, Tirza. This massive five-headed creature unfolds itself in front of you, backlit by an orange-red light. What do you do? Well, what colors are they? Tough to say. They're backlit. Okay. Well, sometimes you can still kind of see color. Maybe maybe a, a whitish, fine. maybe a little bit of green, possibly some oh, blue. Cool. Okay. There, huh. there might be some black in there. No. All right. The so it's not a different dragon. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, there's like tartan, one's a puce. Um, Polka dots. Yeah. That one's just Peach. a really rusted patina of some mm-hmm. something. I don't know. Nice, yeah. So, yeah. Here's um, a Sid. What do you do? That doesn't look like Lucrezia. <laughs> I don't know what I did. I, um, uh, Sid, mm. the pocket watch, maybe? I might be able to go. I mean, that's where they're going. Where are they going? To, I don't, to we don't know. About, how do we know that? Why would they not go there? That's what Lucrezia's whole purpose is. Yeah, sure. I pull out the pocket watch. Uh,. Is this dragon just like, hey, what's up? Or we're uh, we're friends of be... Cherish, you know. You know, we go way back. Um, I I just I... mean like, is this dragon about to just cone blast us? Or well, Maz seem... could perceive things, you know, that Cherish perceives. So hopefully not. But who knows? yeah, but might be a little bit vindictive given uh, her recent eviction. Or freedom. A layered five-throated voice that shakes the walls of this place, causing stone to fall in the near distance. The sounds of war still echoing out from somewhere nearby. Layered above that, the voice will say, Go! Destroy! Save! Cherish! Oh, I just had an idea. Do you want to come with us? Can I use Cherish's connection to Tiamat to get to Cherish as opposed to going to Lucrezia? And do you want to bring Tiamat with you? <laughs> is that such a bad idea, it's you guys? Such is, a that bad like, idea. is that such a bad idea? I just want <laughs> Tiam- Tiamat do it. to say so predictable. Do it, you coward. <laughs> I, just, I feel like she'd help. Fucking do it. <laughs> Can we take 
two of the heads of Tiamat. Like, <laughs> no. A feeling from your shoulders is just like, are you insane? <laughs> oh, well, if Sadagar says no, then I'm not going to do it. <laughs> but I just feel like she'd be really Use helpful. Use the chains again! <laughs> All right. <laughs> but they I'm sorry. Oh, I've... I've been consulted otherwise, and with everyone still still uh, <laughs> touching me, I'm going to use the chains again. Okay. There is a pulling sensation, and you're beginning to get a handle on this. It seems like whatever this power is can cross transplanar distances, but not close physical material ones. physical distances. Huh. It's weird that it shunted us there, though. Where was that? Good question. I mean, it's... Closest connection to whatever it was that was now a part of Lucrezia. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh! The sun part. And now we can go back there, too. Another startling sensation. You are ripped from that place, collapsing back down towards that familiar circular valley, falling now to the north, the plateau at the center of the Crescent Isle in Lake Quelio, falling, 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 straight down towards a stone circle where you see combat has already broken out. It's in that moment, I say, threadless. Boo! Go get him. Go get him real good. Sid, Tears, I don't remember what your initiative scores were. Uh, Tears was 25 and I was 20. Okay. That helps. So. Please. That is going to bring us back to the top with Atticus Carter, who is going to turn with a shout and... Wow, he doesn't have much. He's going to grab something from his belt and throw it on the ground. And suddenly, an enormous ball of fire will begin to bulge and erupt up from the place where he throws this gem as he conjures a fire elemental. Oh. Yeah. The fire elemental and my specter fight. Let them fight. Yes. Uh, then he will get himself between everyone and Lucrezia. That'll bring us to Tirza. Um, give me just one second because let's see. Uh, yelling's I a don't... free action, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Carter's a clone, so you know, just be careful. <laughs> oh goddamn it, Cherish. <laughs> Yeah. Also, Ken Watanabe standing again, in the background. Because, like, y'all know where I'm going. Uh, all one of two places, am I right? Carter's a clone of what? It's me. It's just me, kill him. Okay. Tears so me. Kill him. It, uh, uh, initiative freezes so that Tears can be like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> what? They don't look anything um, alike. How could they possibly be clones? Uh, <laughs> fucking kill I him. I am going to... Yeah. Oh no. 
I'm gonna... Oh, jeez. Oh, For geez once, Sid is standing behind Tirza as she makes this decision. Yep. I'm <laughs> going to step in front of Camion between Oh, I thought you were going to say step behind Sid just to get them all in front. <laughs> right. Get everybody. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> Only I can be the one to save the day. <laughs> that would be so mean. Um, I am going to... Yeah, I'm going to step... In fact, I'll step a little bit in front of Talila so that I have them in a straight shot. Um, going to thread the needle here? Get, yeah. So you want to get yes. the Biomancer, Carter, and Lucrezia? Yeah, I'm sorry, kind of Elliot. <laughs> I have full amounts of lay on hands right now, so <laughs> I can fix you in just a second. <laughs> What's funny is we can't see Elliot's face because their camera's off. But the little emoji is perfect. Of them the shrugging. Yeah. Yeah, just like <laughs> fuck. Uh I don't think an eleven's gonna do it. Um, uh. oh oh. Yeah. Uh the target, of course, is Lucrezia. Right. So you have to make an attack roll against her. Mm-hmm. And actually I'm going to use my lightning thingy mabobber. Lightning javelin? My javelin of lightning, yeah. Okay. Which I think we just figured out if I use the yes. word. Um, and and Sid, also that it automatically that still hits. Hasted. Oh no! Wait. Oh fuck! What is my what is my movement speed with haste? Doubled. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, keep That's, that in mind. You're not even going to be using any lightning to move. It's going to just. Fuck, he's fast. I could literally move faster than that. <laughs> You've done it once. That is... Oh, God, I don't think I'm going to hit her. Um, that is a 19. Um, 19 against Lucrezia will hit. Which means oh. she has disadvantage on the Storm Strike roll, which is very good. Uh, which means her save is only a 21, um, as opposed to a 32. All right. Calculate all this garbo damage. Um, that is, from the jav- from the javelin itself, mm-hmm. um, that is six piercing and uh, 13... Uh, D6 lightning damage to Lucrezia, specifically. Have you rolled that? Yeah. So, wait, 13 lightning damage? 13 lightning damage. Okay. Yeah. You said 13 D6, and I stuttered. Oh, I'm so sorry. (laughs) No. What? Sorry. (laughs) 13 lightning damage, and then... um, Oh, and an additional... Sorry, six piercing on Got top it. of whatever I said because I forgot my strength modifier. Mm-hmm. Um, then the and everyone in the line who failed the saving throw also takes <laughs> that thirteen lightning damage. Yes. Okay. How wide is that line? And and cherish cherish also. Uh, takes it's a f- it's a five foot wide line. 
Okay, so if it's going down the uh, center, yeah, of this Cher- line. Cherish isn't hit by this actually. Uh, Cherish is taking lightning damage because of Atticus Carter taking lightning damage. Yeah, um, that's what I meant. <laughs> so, Cherish, at least for now, you are taking uh, seven lightning damage. Um, plus, uh, that is, um. 23 from the storm strike. Okay. Lightning damage. That goes to Lucrezia and Atticus Carter as well. Uh, Which means that uh, Cherish is taking another 12 lightning damage. Yeah. Sorry, boo-boo. I'll fix you in a second. How are you looking, Cherish? You're muted, by the way, Elliot. I'm at 37 of 74. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's still, fine. still standing. Yeah. You're fine. And uh, my turn isn't for another uh, two. Oh, Ooh, just but... one enemy. That's fine. Uh, Lucrezia yeah. the Damned will go next. At the start of her turn, uh, every creature within five feet takes 1d6 fire damage. So you take three fire damage. Uh, I take one. You take one. Uh, Atticus Carter also takes one. (laughs) Sorry, I'm at 36. (laughs) Uh, She will then... uh, Oh, actually, the old mage also takes one. Need to keep track of that. This is the first time I've ever changed the hit points on the old mage's character sheet. I just assume she ascended beyond hit points. Oh no, she doesn't have a lot. Even a 20th level wizard doesn't have a ton. Can she convert them to punch points? Not right now. Not while she is in her wizard state. Um, She, Lucrezia, has got to do what she do. She is going to just go whole hog on chain attacks against this uh, unconscious form of the old mage. Damn it. Yeah, this hits. Hits. Surprising no one. Hitting yeah. the unconscious body over and over again with whipping chains. Rude. Yeah, a little rude. Um, and that's that much. That's a lot of dice. It's a lot of dice. Four, five... 8, 10, 20, 30 points of fire and piercing slashing damage as these chains ignite with fire and she just lashes down into the flat laying hovering form of the old mage who lets out no sound, seems to not react in any way, shape, or form and just takes these blows. Though you can see her clothes being torn and burned and her flesh being lacerated. That will bring us to Sid. Hey, what do you know? I can do something. Uh, I am going to flank Lucrezia with my good friend Cherish here. That's a Uh delightful plan. Yeah, uh, and then I'm going to attack uh, a couple of times. Please do. All right. You still got the storm echo going, I believe? 
I do. Yeah, that and is. You going... have an extra action from haste. I do. That is also <laughs> true. Um, I let's see. That is a uh, uh, twenty-five to hit. Absolutely, they'll hit. Okay. So let's do this. Oh. Oh yes. <laughs> Twenty. 26, 30. Uh, the first attack does 38 damage. Ooh, spicy. Yes, yes it is. Um, and then my second uh, action that I get from haste, I will mm-hmm. also attack. Yeah. That is probably not going to hit. That's really bad. Uh, that is a... What's that? Kick his ass. Uh, that's a 15. 15 will not hit, unfortunately. Yeah. All right. And now my bonus action, I will offhand attack with the Storm Echo. That is uh, 24 to hit. Yeah, that'll do it. All right. Um, See it going to business. A lot worse than my first roll. That's okay, though. Um, that's going to be... Eight, ten. Wow, this is really bad. Uh, 12, 16, 15, uh, 16, 17, 18, uh, 22. Um, she is looking very hurt, and you can see that there are cracks on her skin. This lithe... Maybe at one point she was an elegant, almost like dancer's body of a humanoid person. You know for a fact that she was once an Azamar, but the the glimmer of her skin is gone. The strange bone spurs that had begun to grow out of her jut out of breaks in her skin as she fights and is struck. You see that in those rents there are burning, smoldering bits of scale, almost, the little rents in her flesh revealing something beneath that is not humanoid skin any longer. It is something else. And it begins leaking smoke and little sparks of ash and fire. And she lets out a... And you see all of her wounds begin to flare with a fiery light. Can I use the rest of my movement to to just kind of move over here? Okay, skirt around the inside of the circle, moving past the old mage to get on the opposite side of Lucrezia and Atticus Carter. Absolutely. That will bring us to Cherish. Okay. Uh, I'm going to use my last sorcerer point to cast Eye Bite uh, without using material or or somatic or verbal components, just in case. Good call. Um, on whom? On Lucrezia. Okay. What kind of saving throw doth she need to make? Wisdom. A wisdom saving throw, eh? Um, yeah. Okay. Oh, dear. That is a six. Hmm. That saves. That's really weird. Actually, no. <laughs> it's a 12, but still. Still she, doesn't do it. No. Still pretty, she still does pretty have low. proficiency with wisdom saves, but 
Yeah. 12, still don't um, do it. Nope. Um, and I, my, I guess the spell says that your eyes glaze over with like inky blackness. Mm-hmm. Um, and I say to her, well, I guess I don't say it. So she just sort of falls down unconscious because I have commanded her to sleep. Target falls unconscious. Wakes up if it takes any damage or if another creature uses its action to shake the sleeper awake. Okay. And I'm going to like... Yeah. Uh, yeah. She takes a couple of steps, lets out a struggling cry, but then her face is dragged down and she falls unconscious to the ground. All right. And that's me, because I'm out of sorcery points, so I can't do anything else. Staying where you are? Yes. Okay. That'll bring us to Grawl. So. Cherish. <laughs> you just put asleep the one thing I can attack. Oh, yes. I forgot to mention yeah. that the, uh, the Biomancer was absolutely fried by Tears' lightning. Yeah. yeah. Elliot, you did shrimp? do that. Yeah. <laughs> Because I can't attack the other one because that means it's attacking you. Is that fire elemental? I know. I know. I know. I know. And it's not going to. But I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to make your turn. You know, null. So I am going to move to attack this fire elemental. Okay. Please do. Okay, and I mean, you can do other things to Atticus Carter other than attacking him. That's also an option. I don't think I have anything that is not (laughs) damage-based. Give me that attack against the Fire Elemental. Grappling is a thing you can do in this game. I don't do that. You just push him to the ground. No. Not without stabbing first. Okay. Okay, first attack is going to be a 23. That'll hit. Great, cool. Uh, It's not great, that is 15. 15 damage. And now attack 2. Oof. That's a one. Oh no. Not close enough to hit anybody. It's true. But I need to send y'all a picture of what <laughs> I just rolled. Not no, no, my Oh no. <laughs> uh, for the Instagram. <laughs> for the Insta. And Reed's Wall of Shame. <laughs> They're the same thing. The same thing. I don't know. Oh boy. As your sword plunges down into the elemental, it lets out a bellowing roar as the sword, almost on instinct, tries to draw in the magic. The elemental lets out a bellow and, like Ghostbusters, is drawn into the sword that then ignites with a hellish flame that does not contain itself to the blade 
and races down the hilt and onto your hands. The sword is now on fire, and every turn you hold it, you'll be taking 2d6 fire damage. (laughs) Can I dismiss it? You want to dismiss the sword? Well, I'm just curious. Oh, it's a, it's an action to dismiss it, and it's an action to resummon it, isn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah. So, it would take. <laughs> I couldn't dismiss it this round. I would have to dismiss it next round, and then I wouldn't be able to do anything with it until the ne- the round after that. But it's also I mean, dealing an extra two d six worth of fire damage if you hit something with it. Okay, well, you know, you know, you went some, you lose some, and sometimes you set yourself on fire. So, you know. Also, I don't exactly remember how this works, but please dismiss your on fire sword back to the big library. (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 no. I don't think that's how it works, but that'd be fun. Uh, Grawl, anything else on your turn? No. (laughs) God fucking damn. Is your specter doing Um, anything? Um, I'd moved up here. I am now going to move back down here, uh, closer to Atticus, um, Carter. And then I will have, uh, the Spectre go. God damn it. God damn it. This is lifesteal. If it hits, does the lifesteal affect, uh, Cherish as well? Good I know question. it'll do damage, but Who knows? Yeah, fuck damn it, It's not Cherish's fault. It's Atticus's fault for existing. Thank you. Um, I will have the Spectre move in just in case uh, for flanking. Okay. Um, yeah, and I don't think I can do anything to it without attacking. Yeah, since it's only action. It's life drain. Sure enough. Uh, Talila will hmm. Talila is going to <laughs> cast animate dead on the dead biomancer yes. <laughs> and make herself a zombie nice nice uh so yeah there's now an undead biomancer lurching back into existence on the ground there talila you're making friends i'm making friends (laughs) i'll name him george (laughs) two george two son of george (laughs) uh that will bring us to camion uh, who heard the talk of clones and knows exactly what that means. Uh, they were personally responsible for some of the badness that happened with the last one. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> oh, let it happen again. <laughs> um, they are just going to use their whole movement and then some uh, to get over to the old mage and start to try to drag her away. Uh, Judah... She's floating, isn't she? Yeah, she yeah. is, but... Uh, we watch as Judah approaches and tries to grab her. She seems to be fixed in the air, again, clutching that mm. weird helix staff that she carries. That'll bring us to Judah. Judah is going to run forward into the melee. Um, <laughs> try to grapple Atticus Carter. Hey! Someone who is... 
hopefully better equipped than I am. I mean, his strength ain't great, so that's yeah. that's a that's a whopping twelve. But Atticus Carter didn't roll much better. But unfortunately, bards get pluses to fucking everything. It's true. Yeah, those bastards. Is so grappling a athletic, Is that an athletics check? Yes, it is. Oh. Or acrobatics to to escape. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. And. Yeah, unfortunately, he has jack of all trades, which gives him uh, pluses to basically everything. Um, and he manages to wriggle out of Judah's attempts to get him into a full Nelson, the dreaded full Nelson. The next character, and it's a it's a saving. It's is it a saving throw? Or it's it an is an opposed athletics or athletics acrobatics check. check. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, that'll bring us to Atticus Carter. Who is going to let out a cry, seeing that he is being swamped, and is going to <laughs> uh, pull away from Grawl and Cherish, taking opportunity attacks. Uh, oh, no, wait, that was a thing I was going to take. That's okay. I mean, the fire damage, um, they'll both probably resist, Grawl, so that's good. Yeah, yeah that's true. but it's the other damage, the force damage. Uh, yeah. Um, speaking of force damage. Do you want to go first, Cherish? For yeah, that opportunity I'm hitting, attack? I'm hitting him, Fuck with, him the, up. with the ruby rod of Asmodeus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Take that, idiot. <laughs> uh, that is a... 15? 15's not gonna do it. Damn it. Atticus Tar- Carter dances out of the way of your strike. Grawl, I'm assuming you're not taking the, the opportunity attack here? I... Uh, no. Okay. Atticus Carter will hold out a hand and in a very familiar move will cast Flame Blade. And a crimson burning sword will appear in his hand. Any counter spells that we got saved up? Oh, do I have another counter spell? I do. You hear that on the wind? And as we all know, Flame Blade is a second level spell. We don't know what level he's casting it at, but yeah. Oh, that's well. If it's if it's he's casting it for the same reason that I can cast it, he can only cast it at second level. You have a third counter spell. Um. Yeah, so the Ruby Rod has seven charges, mm-hmm. and I cast, and since I am attuned to the Rod, and am a follower, blessed by Asmodeus, um, all the spells cost uh, two less charges, oh, this is and true. Counterspell is only one charge, and I yep. cast it nice. at a fourth level, which costs another charge, so I've only used four charges. This is true. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I only need well. to use one to cast it this time. Okay. 
So you want to counter spell this? Yeah. Okay. Uh, the spell just dissipates in Atticus Carter's hands, vanishing the crimson flame, totally dispersed by the the power of the throne of Nessus. Atticus Carter will let out a shriek of frustration and pain and then just fall on the old mage, throwing his hands around her throat. Rude. That will bring us to Tirza. Well, we can't have that. Mm. Um, <laughs> and I think I am just, just in the correct amount of... Oops. Yeah, I can definitely nice. get there. I'm going to just kind of get up in between... Um, essentially between the body of Lucrecia and uh, where Judah is standing. And I'm going to uh, do the same thing that Judah did. I'm going to... Um... Yeah, I'm actually... I'm going to do the, cha the chain thing again. I'm going to wrap Lucrezia's old chains just straight up around his neck. So as he's choking the old mage, I'm going to... Choke out, uh, Cherish. Choke him out. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, give me an athletics check. I wish I was kidding, but that's a natural 20. <laughs> Which makes our total what? Uh, 27. Okay. Yeah, throwing these chains around Atticus Carter's neck, you drag him sorry. up. He lets out a strangled cry as he's dragged up and away from the old mage's supine body. Uh, his hands uselessly reaching towards her neck. And you have him grappled. Uh, and I've used all of my movement, but I am going to, like, fully turn uh, turn him around so that my body is be between him and the old mage. Okay. Uh, and he is pointed towards Cherish now, overlooking the unconscious form of Lucrezia, whose turn it is. Uh, everyone within five feet of Lucrezia, which is basically everybody, um, except for Talila, is taking some fire damage. Okay. I'm already taking fire damage. Three fire damage for everyone. Ah, ah, ah. Ouch, Mike, stop it. You're hurting me. Including uh, the old mage. Yeah, well. That's true. Uh, Lucrezia is um, Sleeping. unconscious. She is, is the... unconscious, yes. And there is no save against eye bite, so she's just unconscious um, until this spell wears off, which is a minute. Yep. Um, or, or until, until she's attacked until she's attacked or somebody shakes her awake or if Cherish loses concentration yeah and which Cherish roll me a constitution saving throw for that tiny amount of fire damage ah yes of course to concentrate oh wait that's no longer you have to roll above a 10 okay uh constitution saving throw uh well I rolled a 10 plus 5 15 Perfect. You are still concentrating on iBite. Thank you. So, Sid, what are you up to? Um, are you going to attempt some kind of coup de gras? Yeah. Yes, I am. Okay. Uh, do it. I'm right. I'm right here to <laughs> help you out. To support you. I'm not going um, to attack um, Atticus because I would fucking 
destroy Cherish. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, yeah, I'm talking Lucrezia. If you don't finish her... Okay. Um, <laughs> Mike, mm. the Storm Echo, mm -hmm. it, it has to be a bonus action, so if I wanted to do something else as a bonus action, I could only attack once. Correct. Is that correct? <sighs> but it's cool. Um, no, that's fine. Um... <laughs> Well, right. sell me on it. What are you what are you trying to do here? Uh I am going to cast a spell on Lucrecia before I attack. Um what I am is going that spell? A hex. Very good. Oh shit. <laughs> what level what 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 did you take a level in? Took rogue. a level in rogue. Uh archetype. <laughs> I slowly uh, walk up to Lucrezia's um, unconscious form and I, I look down at her in pity. I think on what she told us, you know, uh, that we weren't there for her. Like we had, we had everybody else for support and she had no one. And I look over at Atticus Carter and I say, it didn't have to be like this. I'm just, after all the pain and suffering and death that you caused, it was for what? Fury? Guess what? You're, you are a mistake. You are a failure. My mother and her friends stopped you before, and now we are stopping you once again. I'm going to end this right here and right now, and then Cherish is going to end you. And then I'm going to cast Hex on Lucrezia, and I'm going to attack. Okay. What ability score are you choosing with Hex? Oh, yeah, right. That to make disadvantage at. Um, fuck, I don't know. Let's do strength. Okay, so she will be making strength checks at disadvantage, assuming she survives this. Right. Uh, she is completely incapacitated. Uh, yeah, roll me an attack with advantage. Mike, I could not. I'm going to take bitch. a picture. You son of a bitch. No. I love it. <laughs> one of them's a six, Mike, but the other one. Gods. Let me just take a quick picture for the old Instagram. <sighs> um, let me just take a quick pic. Drama um, seeking <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> you know, I spent the first three rounds of this combat. No, you're not wrong. Useless. I, I fucking needed this. Um, I'm gonna <laughs> post it on the chat. <sighs> Doing it for the gram. I have so much adrenaline running through my body right now. Um, excited. Wait, where is it? Damn it. I'll do it. I'll do it after this. It doesn't matter. Okay. Fuck, total amount of damage. Uh, that is going to be uh, six 
times six, 36, eight, that would be, uh, that would be 40, uh, what would that be? 44, um, plus four for, um, my dexterity modifier. So that's going to be 48 plus four for my new, newly improved charisma modifier. So that's Mm going to be what that was 44. So, uh, uh, that would be 48 damage is where I'm starting is our baseline. Oh no. And I hexed her. So another D six necrotic damage. So So 50 is our baseline. Great. Let's nice round number. 54, 54. 54. Well, you know, um, well, you know, that's going to be 12. That is going to be, uh, let's see, 15. I'm looking for nine extra damage. (laughs) Uh, it's, it's more than that. Okay. Um, 25, 30, 32 damage, 36 and 30, sorry, no, uh, 40, 40 damage on top of the 54. So 94 points of damage as you wow. perform a coup de gras on the unconscious form of Lucrezia. And as you go in for the kill, the last thing you see on Atticus Carter's face as you plunge Stormpiercer down is a smile. Oh, you bastard. This isn't even her final form. As you strike down and pierce through her neck, performing a a killing blow by all accounts. Those rips in her skin completely flash with bright crimson-red fire. And there is an immense explosion as she goes into her death throes. And I need everyone, and I mean everyone, to give me a dexterity saving throw. Ugh. Old Mage can't make that saving throw. She She has a plus two. She really can't. (laughs) I, do we all get the plus two? Uh, uh, everyone no. except for Talila. Yeah. Okay. Well, that is something. Dexterity oh. saving throw. Oh, great. Now, now a plus one. Sounds about right. Oh, no. Plus two. Okay, great. Great, great, great. That's very good. Uh, yep, yeah, that's an action. What'd that be? Okay, great. So, what are our totals? Uh, 28. That's good. Uh, 3. Less good. Mm-hmm. I I got the same as Sid. Minus 20. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Wait. Wait, I wasn't counting Tears' bonus. 5. Cool. cool, cool. <laughs> you just made the save. I just made it. <laughs> uh, you're muted, Reed. No, I'm not. I'm just. I'm. I'm. I'm trying out the sentences Quiet before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. before I say them to make sure they're Practicing. good sentences. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. I can't remember. Did I use my uh, legendary resist? Not back any. in in the the nope. fight with the dragon. Perfect. I'm going to use that now. Oh, so you're just going to choose to succeed? Yes. That's hmm. good. That's, that's very. That's good. nice. Yep, because I got a nine. 
Ah, very see. bad. For oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, for those who saved, uh, which is basically just Grawl. I am Grawl. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Sid, I believe, with a twenty-three. Yeah. Uh, twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. Yeah, you're good. Uh, plus, with your evasion, you're not taking any damage. So that's nice. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. Everybody Kingdom else Prime is Kingdom taking Hall. 35 yeah. points of fire damage. <laughs> oh, wait, that's aft. Okay. 35 <laughs> is literally what I'm at. <laughs> okay. I'm taking 35 I... points? Or what yes, am I taking? No, that's everyone who failed. Yeah, but right? you succeeded, so you'd be taking 18. 18, okay. I was uh, just trying to figure out if the uh, the 35 was already halved or not. Okay. Mike, do I have to make some sort of force of will check to keep my fucking chokehold on this absolute bastard? Um, yeah, give me a constitution saving throw. Can you use him like a shield to to hide behind the blast and make his face take the full brunt of it? I don't think I am that's proficient that in shields. <laughs> <laughs> um, including meat shields meat shields especially that is a uh, that's a dirty 20 a dirty 20 yeah you maintain your hold uh, your choke hold Just... on Atticus Carter fuck this dude and something erupts out of what is left of Lucrezia the monster that emerges from the, the cocoon that was this person is a beast of fire and ash and chains that comes erupting up out of the uh, <laughs> cocoon that was a person. Its head is vaguely draconic in shape. Uh, its terrible uh, visage has multiple eyes at odd... Uh, angles uh, it, with no real symmetry to speak of it has multiple limbs jutting from its back its form is something monstrous and abominable and as it bursts into existence its whole form erupting and expanding in size from your midst this creature will let out a rage-filled howl so cool looking though. Oh. Oh wow. wow. I love it. I love it, Mike. It's I'm it's... kind of in the way. Let me just okay, cool. Ugh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Very cool. Balrog three thousand. <laughs> and as it bursts into existence, uh that will bring us to cherish. Do I still get my second attack? Sure. <laughs> you know? I got wrapped up in the moment. I apologize. Yeah. It was a good <laughs> moment, Mike. It was a good moment. Uh, are we flanking this fucking thing? <sighs> There's so many people around this thing. Yes. Sure. Okay, great. As, yeah, you have activated her mythic form. 
You didn't. You didn't. You didn't. I literally, both dice are the exact same. A six and a 20. Just take a picture. That's all I ask. I will take another picture. This, oh, my God. This fucking guy. <laughs> this fucking guy. Hey, hey, I'll just say this. In, like, rolling, just, like, uh, like not for anything, I rolled three nat 20s in a row and a 19, which would be a crit on a, on a cursed thing. So the gods want us to murder things tonight. <laughs> I will post both of those after the, uh, after the session. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Blessings of Ozzy DeHaka be upon him. Yeah. All right. Y'all got All right. Yeah. So it, what that was, but it's my offhand. So it'd be 54 minus four. So 50. Mm-hmm. Okay. 12. That'd be 62. It's going to be 667 it's going to be 70 it's going to be 76 it's going to be <laughs> so much damage 80 uh uh both uh, all together that is uh 84 damage <laughs> and you are going to be taking 12 points of fire damage as you hit that her with melee attack that definitely tracks and at the end of your turn, she is going to use one of her legendary actions to use her aura blast. Everyone within 15 feet of Lucrezia the Damned must make a dexterity saving throw. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> There's no way the old... I don't, I don't even want to ask about the old mage. I don't even yeah. want to ask. I'll lean over and touch her with my face and lay on hands her in a second. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a dexterity saving throw? Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Uh, 26. Okay. A little yeah, bit better 16. this time. 10. Okay. <laughs> 11. 11. Mm, very good. Mm. Seven. Seven. Uh, everyone except for Sid is taking 10 points of fire damage. I didn't roll for oh, Atticus boy. Carter, who is being choked. So I'm going to okay. say he's at disadvantage. Uh, yeah, he's taking some damage as well. Oh, fuck. Though that, for some reason, whatever this is, is not bleeding over into you, Cherish. That's good. Hmm. It's also you. <laughs> okay, how do we... It came from somewhere. How many of it these people so aren't Cherish? That's the real question. <laughs> I'm so we sorry. We how... ourselves. How much damage was that? Uh, ten. 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 Look to your left. Look to your right. Two of you. By the end of this course, two of you will be Cherish. Oh, I have not been having Grawl roll for the Spectre at all. Oh, it's dead. That just occurred it's to me. It's very okay. dead. Okay. Yeah, it's very, it's dead. It has like <laughs> It has 22 11. hit points. Yeah. yeah. Even if it saved all of those, it, there's, yeah, yeah, it's just gone. Good no, to it's, know. It's dead. Bye-bye. Hey, 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 boss. Get to work. Get to work. Aw, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, he finally gets to go to the archive. Sid, are you moving at all? Um... I'm just going to stay right here. Okay. Uh, that'll bring us to Cherish. Um, I am going to spend a charge to cast a Cone of Cold on this monster. Okay. It needs to make some kind of saving throw? Yes. I have it open. Where is it? 
Cone of Cold is a constitution saving throw, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, it, yes, is. it is. Oh, no. That's a 16. Nope. And actually, spells that I cast with the rod have a DC of 18 instead of my normal 15. Ha-ha. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Cold damage, huh? Oh. Yep. Against the giant fiery oh. monster? You sure about that? Yeah. You, want, you <laughs> yeah. don't want to change the uh, damage type? I'll let you do it right now for free. Yeah. No. Okay. Why not? <laughs> okay. Well, it was worth we a shot, out, you know. We figured out your fire puzzle. <laughs> it took us the entire. It took 104 episodes. Yeah. Uh huh. Hmm. 8d8 cold damage. Ooh. And of course, I'm aiming it up at the monster. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you sure don't want to hit the old mage with this? <laughs> you know what? You know what? I guess Carter, you're right. <laughs> I go and I hug the old mage and cast Tomb of Levistus, thereby protecting both of us. Alrighty. That's what I wanted to do with Globe of Vulnerability, but I wouldn't let me. Not how the spell do. What are we looking so, at for? 32 cold damage. 32 cold damage. Did not like that one bit. I would imagine not. Okay, uh, that is going to bring us to Grawl. Unless, Cherish, you want to move okay. it all. Um, I probably should. Sweet, sweet. Uh, opportunity attacks? Opportunity attacks. Oh, mm. yeah. Tasty. I don't like those. No, I should probably stay where I am. Okay. Get fucking murdered. Mage anyway. tank, yeah. At the end of your turn, she's going to use one of her mythic actions uh, to use her aura explosion ability, and everyone needs to make dexterity saving throws. Y'all. Fucking Christ. Okay, I'm dead. <laughs> so, I'm gonna go to bed now. <laughs> it's a good thing I'm almost out of fucking data. <laughs> uh... Oh, right. With um, Tyrus' bonus, that's pretty good. 15. Splash. Oh, oh no. fuck. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. That's why that response was so uh, immediate. Yeah. Uh, um, so, I got bye, guys. We'll <laughs> hey, we can come get you. We know how to get there real quick. That is actually very true. What do we got? Lickety split. Uh, 21 for Sid. Sid dodges, as always. 23. Grawl saves and only takes 7 points of fire slash lightning damage. Okay. Lovely. And 15. Uh, You do not save, so you take 15 points of fire slash lightning damage. And Cherish with the botch... Um, I'm going to say, let's roll some percentile here and see what happens. I will say, well, okay, it's halved. So. Okay. Yeah, the fire damage is halved, so that yeah, means... The lightning is not. The lightning is not. So you're going to be taking four points of fire damage. Okay. And six points of lightning damage. No, okay. seven points of lightning damage, sorry. Seven. Okay. <laughs> I'm on my last legs. <laughs> How many legs do you that have? That will bring us to Grawl. 
too, okay. which is also the amount of yeah. hit points I have. Nice. <laughs> um, hey, you got the bag of holding with the potions in it. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, I'm going to move to the north side of everyone, uh, to the north of this giant fiery beast. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am going to use my Hexblade's Curse no, on it Absolutely. as a bonus action. And then I am going to attack away at it. Please do. And since I am flanking, I am going to use Great Weapon Master on this. Absolutely. Okay, minus 5, 8, plus 11. So it's going to be 19. 19 will hit. Perfect. Okay. Five plus ten is fifteen plus twelve is twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Oh, sorry, it's cursed. It's not. Uh, that's another four. So thirty-one. Thirty-one. Wow. Yes. Sure. Okay. Okay. Cool. Same thing again with great weapon master. Mm-hmm. Seventeen minus five is twelve. Plus eleven is twenty-three. Still gonna be a hit. Great. Excellent. And that is going to be for 29 damage. 29 points of damage. <laughs> okay. That will bring us to Talila, whose zombie just got cooked. Um, <laughs> yeah, she's really disappointed about that. Uh, yeah. She is going to use... Um... She's so out of spell slots, y'all. She just has her cantrips left. Um, hey, cantrips can be good. They I can, except that hers are like mending and message and mage hand and prestidigitation. Hey, same. <laughs> <laughs> I have a firebolt too, but. <laughs> hey, Talila, clean the shit out of my pants. <laughs> prestidigitation. Okay. <laughs> hang on, hang on. I wanted to say you did this really emboldened speech. <laughs> To Atticus Carter I, about with piss and shit <laughs> and spittle all over my front. I didn't have time to clean you up. I'm so sorry. Uh, she's gonna try to rush around and get to Camion to help. Uh, unfortunately, Camion is going to let out a scream of "No!" as they are clutching at the old mage. Judah is going to rush forward and try to help as well, though you are all pretty focused on the fight still happening, so you're not 100% sure of what's going on. That will bring us back up to the top to Atticus Carter, who is not even going to fight you, Tirza, and is just going to laugh. Oh, Mike, how much fire damage did I take? Uh, my sword is... Oh, from right. the uh, you are from my still great sword. currently on fire. Three. And then did they take an additional... <laughs> Uh, fire damage for either of those attacks? No, they're immune to fire damage. That's what I thought. I just I just wanted to make sure. That okay. will bring us to Tirza, who is currently choking out Atticus Carter, who is laughing and gagging on his own laughter. I was going to say, not very hard, because the life is being choked out of him. Um, I'm standing right next to the old mage. Mm-hmm. Uh, is she... Can I tell? Is she gone? Like, the amount of burns on her is so bad as to be like, that. that's not a person anymore, that's a briquette. Like uh, black and chicken. No. 
And there's no indicator of her breathing or anything. There was no indicator of her breathing before, before. she was roasted okay. by the demon mutant thing. Oh, God. Um, yeah, I don't know what to do to help with this. So um, instead, I'm going to... Um, does Catechus Carter need to go off this cliff? Um, I'm going to do the same thing I did with Sid's werewolf self, and I'm actually going to try to attempt to choke him into unconsciousness. Okay, give me an athletics check. Yeah, don't don't throw him off the cliff, though. <laughs> yeah, no, that would be bad. Well, with Cherish and the want, last yeah, couple of I legs. Just, mm. I just want to, though. That's a 20. 20, you wrench, and Atticus Carter lets out, <coughs> and begins to be suffocated. Uh, this yeah. is not a quick process, but it is ongoing and effective. I just don't know how to help. That will bring us to Lucrezia, who is going to let out a bestial roar, and just slam down with a half dozen chains straight onto where the old mage is laying. That will bring us to Sid. Alright. Um. I would like to. I think both of these are actions. I'm going to. I mean, I guess at this point, she's already. She's already dead. I was going to try and move Lucrezia. Which is what Camion had been trying to do before, but seemed like she was fixed in space. Yeah. <sighs> um. Yeah, I'm going to uh, cast uh Sort of uh, strangely reminiscent of when Grohl and I were um, uh, attacking uh, the Skane Witch just purely out of frustration. Um, I am going to uh, I am going to first with my first action. I'm going to uh, peer at this creature. And I'm going to make a stabbing motion towards its head, but instead of me stabbing it, a spectral figure of of the human form of Storm Piercer appears above it and stabs through its head. Uh, and I cast Mind Sliver. Um, it needs to make a intelligence saving throw. Oh yeah, it it could do that. It it knows intelligence. That's a twelve. Nope. Um, so that does. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, 16 psychic damage. There. And. Oh, go ahead. Still moment as the translucent figure of Stormpiercer on top of this thing's head goes, ho ho, in like an echoey voice. <laughs> Stabbing it through the brain, and it lets out a shriek as it falls, its last blow onto the old mage, sinking it down to its knees and then its chest, and then it just falls 
the spectral form of Stormbreaker sliding off its back like goddamn Legolas. Hell yeah. Uh... And the fires begin to gutter and go out along this creature's body. Wow, I didn't even bring out the big guns yet. Damn. And with that, Lucrezia, lost threadless, weapon of the cult of Dahaka, is no more. Tirza, you finish choking Atticus Carter into unconsciousness. The whole while, his gagged, breathless voice coming weaker and weaker as you pull tighter at the chains with gasping little wisps of laughter. Camion is shouting, No, 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 no. Judah is pushing them back, trying to render some form of first aid to Lila, standing to the side, her hands at her mouth, staring, worried. As soon, as soon as he's out, I'm going to turn to Judah. I'd like toss him to the ground and turn to Judah um, and place my hands on her and say, uh, is it too late? Judah's slowly shaking his head. I don't know what that means. <laughs> um, I'm going to try. Fuck it. Uh, I'm going to dump all of my lay on hands. And you try to push this healing magic into this burnt corpse at your feet. And nothing happens. There's a way... There is a way we can bring her back. Maybe. Maybe. But what's Uh, the alternative? Everyone in this valley dies? uh, I mean... My, my question is mostly out of character to Mike, which is, would Revivify work on this burnt corpse? It's been less than 10 minutes, right? Absolutely. Okay. How, does, how does Revivify work before you bring somebody back into a char- charcoal husk? Like, is it... Well I, have, well, I have lay on hands, so I can use that afterwards. It's not going to feel nice. Are you looking up Revivify, Mike? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do have the diamond. We might, I'm just saying, we might be doing something worse than killing the old mage, where we might be bringing her back into a living hell that, that is a charcoal corpse. I have that chunk of rhinestone, too. The seconds are ticking away. I, well, I don't think I mean, we have a choice. You do what you need to do. I'm going to do it. Use the diamond or the rhinestone? What do you need? I'm going to use the diamond. Okay. I can use the rhinestone after. Can you cast Revivify on the old mage? Mm Mm-hmm. And the tremor that runs through her body as you do this is heartening and horrifying. Cracked skin oozing blood and other unsavories burned eyes suddenly flutter open a weak breath pulls in 
in a searing gasp of pain. And I would immediately like to then use my lay on hands. Use lay on hands. And you see burned skin beginning to heal. You see flesh mending, though her clothes are still burned to almost unrecognizable. But as you place hands and wipe away, you see that the, the cloth of her robe, at least the exterior robe, is strangely unburned. It is covered in ash and soot, but otherwise seems undamaged. Huh. The staff rolls out of her hand as she falls and collapses to the ground, suddenly not hovering anymore. She's breathing, she's alive, but she's not conscious or aware of what's happening. It is 8 p.m. on the 2nd of Bloom. In two hours, the ritual has to be done. You don't know what the consequences of it not happening will be. And I think it is there that we're going to end today's episode of Material Components. Because as always, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at matcomrpg. That's spelled M-A-T-C-O-M-R-P-G. We also have an email address, which is materialcomponentsrpg at gmail.com. We always love hearing from all of our listeners as we draw ever closer to the end of this campaign. The villains having been defeated, but one last challenge remains for our heroes to save the valley. It's me. It's me. I've grown to check out. secret size. bad guy the whole time. Secret bad guy. Yeah. Drunk with power. Oh, I'm just going to reveal. I When I leveled up, I leveled up into a 20th level wizard, so we're good. <laughs> oh, okay. That makes sense. You <laughs> yeah. take their place. Yeah. Now you can be the hero of the valley. Not just Stormhaven. I already was. Was <gasps> that the Secrets. whole time? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I did. Um, Y'all. I'm on my phone. Oh, you sound great. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So good. Uh, sorry. The reason I was not talking, dear listeners, was because my internet was out, and apparently I used up all of the 15 gigs I get for a mobile hotspot. Thanks, Verizon. <laughs> but you can find this me episode on... sponsored by Verizon. No, by Verizon. <laughs> in part brought to you by Verizon. This is true. <laughs> that is um, yeah, that is definitely true. Thanks, Frontier. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Elliot C. Lewis. Um, you can also support the art that I make um, on Patreon at patreon.com slash Elliot C. Lewis. Uh, and on my Society6 store, where I have uh, Matcom prints. And that's society6.com slash smelliot. It's also on my Twitter. So go find it. Buy things for me. I need money desperately. Oh mm. my god, do I need money. I love you. <laughs> Give Elliot money so they can afford more data. Yeah. Yeah, right? Jesus. And they'll love you more if you buy stuff. Yeah. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at cryoutolivia. Um, I post a lot of D&D stuff, both Matcom and uh, all of the other campaigns I'm in right now, which is too many. <laughs> um, but uh, I know, never, never, that's no, no such thing. Um, but uh, yeah, I want to chat about, I want to chat about this and I want to chat about oh. everything else. 
So come hang out. If you want to find me on Twitter and Instagram, you can find me at the Redimus. Um, yeah, I don't. I I twenty twenty one off to a, a great start. Killed the only thing I've ever wanted to kill in my entire life, and that was a fictional character. <laughs> thank you, Mike, for that. Thank you, everyone else. Thank you for staying your hands. Got it. It was a conscious choice on my part. Yep. I appreciate it, even even yeah. though you were. Uh... I was purposefully throwing bad saving rolls just for uh-huh. God, I knew I liked you. I knew yeah. I liked you. Yeah, your pants probably don't like you that much, but I like I you. D- I do need new pants. Yeah. yeah. Um, and if you want to find me on uh, uh, the internet, uh, don't bother. I'll be asleep in the real world um, very soon. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, do us a favor. Um, all of you who have stuck around to uh, this uh, long and wonderful campaign, uh, you can you can do us a favor here uh, near the end and rate and review our podcast. Um, soon you'll be able to sort of see this entire arc in, in its entirety and see what Mike's been been plotting this whole time. Obviously, you know we have a pretty good idea now, but there's still some 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 stuff going on. Um, so yeah, please do that. It's really, really helpful. Um, uh, we love you. So please tell us that you love us through rating and reviewing our podcast. Um, and if you do, of course, we will, when you include the name of an NPC in the subject line, we will include that NPC in this campaign. Who knows? Maybe it's the big secret bad, you know, named um, uh, Wet Doug. <laughs> what Doug, please. Well, let us not say that it might be included in this campaign, because odds on that are pretty slim at this point. But that's true. But, but I mean we're gonna we're gonna keep playing. So because you can find <gasps> me on Twitter at MK Gargoni. And I do want to assure our dear listeners that while this campaign, this this story arc may be coming to a close here pretty soon, because Let's see if these kids can stop the apocalypse from happening. I mean, we'll see. We will see somehow. But Maybe the apocalypse is going to be a good thing. Look, Thacker Pentecost voice. Yeah. We are canceling the apocalypse. We're canceling the apocalypse. Um, well, we'll see. And they might just yeah. be putting it on layaway. Um, yeah, well, good enough. But if you want to ask me about where your NPC names are going next, there will be another game. I rest assured that there is there are plans in the works. I don't want to announce anything just yet, but there will be more from after this campaign is done. Uh, material components shall live on, though mm. whether or not we're still playing D&D 5th Edition? Perhaps not. Might be moving mm. on to bigger and better things. Well, like different 11th things. 11th Edition. Different things. Yeah. Different things. Future. But... Uh, in the meantime, you can ask me all sorts of questions because while this campaign might be coming to a close, I will, of course, not be answering every question you have about what's been going on in a neat little bow. What do you take me for? There's going to be dangling plot threads and questions remaining unanswered. Why must you do that? There's to only so much I can do. It's part of the DM's code. It's part of the DM's code. Mm-hmm. And of course, you can find our good, good friend Omatep on Twitter at NPC underscore AN because even when he is glancing outside the blinds from his store going, what was that big explosion? Um, he is, of course, an important NPC. 
concepts that we all just look over and there is Duskwalker import and export. It's been here the whole time. (laughs) This is the original store location? I know, right? Scenic views, it's great. (laughs) (laughs) Old Major Jason, perfect. (laughs) She buys lots of material components. It's true. Thank you all so much for listening. Especially these days, the world is chaos, so please be kind to each other. Thank you all. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye.